Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Halloween Havoc 1996. We're going to do a watch along, but it's a very long one, so no wasted time in the intro. Go find Halloween Havoc 96 on the network. Go do it right now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Welcome back, Sam Driver. It's a long boy. Are you ready for no. Halloween Havoc 1996? No, no I want to I want to chew on a gun, but let's go. Do not chew on a gun! <laughs> Instead, we'll watch Halloween Havoc. On go, we'll press play together. In three, a two, a one, go! 
Off we go. Welcome to the Coltonic Classic Nights Row Review. Halloween Havoc 1996-flavoured, Sam Driver. Slim Jims. W Kid. Slim Jims, Halloween Havoc. Sorry, Slender let's Jameses. let's see if it can drag me out of just the absolute gloom of life. <laughs> if it can't, then I'm going to blame it. And it just, yeah, I'm just going to blame it. Well, Slim Jim sponsoring this one. It's uh, uh, Slim Jim, of course, sponsored the Rumble in 2024. Well, they almost didn't. And they almost, they almost didn't, <laughs> which we reported. Some things never change. Uh, this show features Hulk Hogan, which also, also almost featured in the Royal Rumble. To be honest, he should have come back. Uh, it would have made a lot more sense putting him in the current storyline than The Rock. Ooh. I think that Roman Reigns is clearly, uh, when he talks about Bloodline and the Anawai family, he's only talking about one man, and that man's Hulk Hogan. <laughs> he is the ultimate. Yeah. He's the head of the table. Brother. Yeah. Well, he's, he's above all of that. He bought the table, you know? <laughs> Hulkamania. I bought the house that the table's in, brother. That's what you did. Halloween Havoc in Las Vegas, Nevada, where TNA will be hosting Rebellion this year, and they hosted Hard to Kill yeah. in Vegas. Not in this particular arena, I don't no. believe. I, is this arena even still here? Oh, it's a very good question. I think, do you know what? I'm going to check my notes on my phone and find out for you as of we welcome we've you. we've got Dusty back because it's pay-per-view. American Dream, lovely, lovely yeah, short sleeve t-shirt. Uh, what is it with like the weird, like lumpy, mushy face? Is it supposed to be like a a, a pumpkin? That's Dusty Rhodes, mate. Don't be cruel. <laughs> <laughs> I know he's I know he's on comms very often. He's been nasty. It's a demon. Before I knew who Dusty was, I did remember distinctly sitting there as a kid, just being like, "Who is this fat guy? And why do I care?" <laughs> like genuinely, I'm not even. <laughs> And I, I was like six or seven. I'm just like, I don't know who the fuck this is. I used to think that. <laughs> and then I realized the TV was off and it was just a reflection in the monitor. <laughs> uh, we are, of course, this venue is still here. It's the MGM Grand. Oh, I've been in that. Yeah, I've been in that. On the Vegas Strip in yeah. Paradise, Nevada. Uh, opened in 1993 with a concert by Barbara Streisand. Big Barbs. Big Barbs was there. Luther Vandross has been there. Janet Jackson's been there. WWE have hosted numerous events there. Uh, new, multiple concerts have taken place at this illustrious venue over the last several decades. AEW's inaugural event. AEW. <laughs> also featured in Vegas. You know, all the gambling themes and stuff. Yeah. And, and of course, it is the home of Slender James's Halloween Havoc 1996. It is. And the audience better have given the, the casino some money, you know. They're just, putting it on. You've got to be nice to them. Pay a little bit towards the yeah, old... Yeah, uh, just go lose four or five grand. <laughs> they like that, and then they'll give you a free room. Yeah, or maybe a free drink or some lunch or something. <laughs> I lost five grand. Have a luncheon voucher. Yeah. <laughs> I got um, I got a couple of free whiskeys just sitting on a, a video blackjack machine. It was great. Nice. Did they just bring them over to yeah, you? Yeah, they just brought them over to me, and then I went and got a sandwich. It was good, and I came out. like I didn't win loads, but I came out with like $100 more or something. Nice. So... I'm boring as fuck, though. I'll just sit and play video blackjack. I don't care. Like I <laughs> couldn't really give a shit about playing at tables. <laughs> just give me a corner where I can get drunk and gamble. I, I very rarely gamble. That sounds like a lovely yeah. day. When was that? When was that? You were in Vegas. 20, well, AEW's first event, so 2019. Ah. 20, May 2018, 19? 19. <laughs> it was 2019. I can't remember. I was there for like two days. Because it was because you were there, I was here. Yes. And that led to me working here. Yes. So I'm very glad of AEW for that reason. Because if you hadn't gone, you would have needed me. Tony, you ruined everything. Tony, you ruined <laughs> everything, you stupid <laughs> bitch. Here we go. We got Ray out. I ain't getting that fiber this week. Ray and the, uh, Ray and the mask pervert. 
Maybe maybe the mask is going to add another one to his collection here. Donald Malingus, yeah, as we call him. I love the set for Halloween Havoc '96. Want to throw that out there now? It's the same as it was for last year, wasn't it? Still like it. Yeah, I feel like I feel it's like shit without the big pumpkin. Big pumpkin. Big pumpkin for the win. <laughs> I enjoyed how NWA attempted to create a Halloween Havoc esque vibe with their pay per view Samhain, but it just looked like they'd popped in the range on the way to the venue. I fucking hated that. It was it's, horrible. There was it? a tweet that summed it up perfectly. It's like you're the fucking you're the lead singer of the Smashing Pumpkins, and you're telling me you don't have anything in like storage that mm. would fit. You don't have anything that like you could call in a favor with, you know, the many, many, many people you, you probably know as the, the leader of the Smashing Pumpkins. Like, the fa that set was disgraceful. It did look like what was left of a Halloween sale at TK Maxx <laughs> in the home section. <laughs> there may as well just be in a small bowl that was half full of all the chocolate bars nobody wants. Um, and then, yeah, one of the things fallen over or deflated with, like, a hole in it. Oh. That would have been chef's kiss. Dipwreck, but they, but alas... We got that instead. And the cocaine and, you know, <laughs> everybody should have been on cocaine. That spot shouldn't have been a surprise. <laughs> All the good stuff. But it's a better set in 1996 for Halloween Havoc. We got Slim Jim with some ring post covers, so the ring posts aren't going to hurt tonight. Which <laughs> is very good of them. Do you reckon they're tasty ring so you can bite into them? Well, I, I know from playing rugby that they, they're a lot harder than they seem they're going to be. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I thought they might have added a bit of flavor to them. No, well, they might taste like sweat. Oh, just well, like just thick sweat, like real. Like if they've been used on like a boxing, uh, boxing match or something before this. If not, they'll probably just taste like plastic oh, chemicals and that. I was hoping they taste like real meat blood bogies. If they'd like make normal. them out of, if they'd make them out of like meat, that'd be great. <sighs> and then you could like charge the fans Ooh. for like a lick. Delicious! I'd I'd love that. You could make the railings out of them because you could have a match and have a little bit of dinner at the same time. Make the ropes out of Slim Jims. <laughs> it's just better than the bloody elevator cables. It comes back from covered in smelling like. If they were made of Slim Jims, Mick Foley wouldn't have lost an ear. <laughs> Think about that company that maimed Mick Foley. <laughs> yeah, hang your hang your heads in shame, wrestling promotion in Germany. That was WCW. But it was it a, was it a German ring? I believe it was a WCW ring. And well, the was it was elevator cables. In that it? case, I hope WCW goes under. Well, yeah, me too. <laughs> I hope they get bought by WWF. I bet they'd let him, let him take loads of unprotected chair shots. <laughs> I bet. While the documentary do. crew were backstage, and they feed burgers to swans. Yeah. Oh, the mask pervert's got the and mask. And the name says McMahon. <laughs> does does say McMahon? <laughs> but it reads. Learn for his mask. Woo! Oh. Ray's like, oh, I'll have that back. Winner keeps the winner keeps the Puts mask it on his crotch. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a mask at all. Just start humping it. <laughs> I look how happy he is to have his mask back. Don't take your mask off. You'll get in trouble. No, with he's going to do the El Santo. The Lucha Police. There you go. Off oh, you. Oh, careful! You do, you do I careful. wonder what he looks like. I'm so glad we're never going to have to find out. We'll never know. Oh, that's. A, we Risk, risky know. mask. He best that enjoy is. that eye while he's got it as well. Oh. It's all right. He grew it back. No, he's got a glass one. That's <laughs> it it's all it is now. It grew back. Got a glass eye, but it's got a motor in it, so it moves around on its own. <laughs> it's got to try and time it so he looks at the right direction. <laughs> Otherwise, one's just going. God, what a time that was where Rey Mysterio had his eye pulled out for wrestling. God. Eye for it's, eye it's, it's annoying that for the bulk of my career covering wrestling, wrestling has been... Shit. 
Or just full it's of shit like that. So. Or just full of shit like that. Where it's like, it's just hokey enough to be interesting, but executed terribly. <laughs> when he had that little plastic eye, and it was just, oh, come on. <laughs> Nobody's buying that Seth Rollins blinded him. Good times. Not even kids blinded him for real. Then they'll buy it. <laughs> <laughs> Good times have by And then when Ray's like, I'm not doing it. So you got another one, Ray. You got two. He's got Greedy. three. He's got three. He's got one in a jar at home. Yeah. Just in case. Exactly. For this very emergency. <laughs> he never wanted to use it because then he'd be short an eye then. Yeah. For this very emergency. I was, it was, I was in two minds whether or not I'd be able to sit with you today because I've had a sore throat last couple of days. Really? Yeah, and uh, I've made the mistake of Googling my symptoms. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. don't do that. And, uh, so what, how many types of cancer have you got? All of them, yeah. uh, and uvulitis. Nice. So that's a new one, because uh, I noticed that the dangly bit in the back of my throat, yeah. the uvula, I'd scratched it. Yeah. So there was a bit like a scratch. There was a scratch and a bit of blood on it. I was like, oh, that's that's not normal. It's probably just like a Dorito went down the wrong way. I think it was a baguette. Yeah. Quite a harsh, Uh, hot baguette. Yeah, yeah, quite sharp. And it gave me a sore throat for a couple of days. I was like, oh, it's not gone away very quickly. And uh, and uh, this morning it's fine. No, that's that's the boring end of the story. But this morning I woke up and gone. I actually feel better. You were going to be like, uh, well, I wasn't hoping. I was kind of worried you were going to be like, oh yeah. So uh, test positive for COVID this morning. We should be all right. (laughs) I'm not. I'm not that big an ass. I promise you. (laughs) Everybody's been vaccinated. Have you got it at this point? You're supposed to have it. (laughs) No, I'm. (laughs) No, whenever I've whenever I felt under the weather, I've always got a a little stack of them and just go. I'll just have one of them just in case, just to make sure it's not the thing that shut the world down for a while. (laughs) That's all right. That's old news. There'll be another one soon. Oh, is that? Is there another one due? Probably. Exciting. I call it like Bovid. Pant crapitis. <laughs> and it just makes you immediately shit yourself. Oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> but no only warning. when it kicks in. You don't know when you've got it. It's like COVID. You don't know when you've got it. <laughs> but it's just going to kick in at some point, And you are going to realize that you have it when you uncontrollably shit yourself. <laughs> oh, there's no. You don't get it any. It could little... be 5.30 a.m. while you're asleep. It could be while you're just in boots, you know. <laughs> You feel fine, and then all of a sudden, bad crap items. <laughs> and then Americans will come up with like 15 different uh, medications that have 100 um, side effects. <laughs> and uh, whoever the president is will be telling you to drink, you know, I don't know, cement. Drink cement. Cement gets rid of it. It blocks up It blocks up your, your guts so you can't <laughs> crap your pants. Just, just chew on cement powder because they, they watch somebody pour liquid into it and maybe it's thick. <laughs> It's the only way to block up your ass is by <laughs> drinking cement. <laughs> Put it round your cheeks, so therefore, when you do get pant crapitis, it can't go anywhere. You just you just erupt internally. Dust your underwear with cement. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, there we go. Thankfully, I dusted my underwear with cement. Oh, what's happening? Oh gosh, my stomach's imploding. Let's go take a pant crapitis test. <laughs> how do you, how does one take? Well, there's a swab. <laughs> I knew there'd be a fucking swab. But it's it's really big this time. <laughs> They've made the swab like unfairly thick. It's it's you ever seen a parking bollard? Now this is completely un unrelated, but during COVID, we may have ordered 150 billion excess parking bollards. Uh, so you've got to just take what they're disposable, don't worry. Um you just gotta you just gotta swab with that. And then you're done. That's not a swab, that's an invasion. That's... Well, you know, well you gotta be thorough, you know, for the government. <laughs> Government want you to be. Thorough. I was thinking they'd get be the, like the size the, of like Elton John's get fingers. The NHS app and you got to mark the days since you shit yourself. 
Oh, also, we're going to track wherever you're going. And if you want to go on a plane, you need to make sure you've not shit yourself in at least three days. <laughs> what happens if, if I get pancreatitis mid-flight? Then the entire plane has to be grounded, I think, <laughs> at the nearest airport. <laughs> Even if that's a military base. Like, you're gonna, it's going to ruin everybody's holidays. So everybody's going to be like, oh, well, at least with COVID, they'd take us to the other end. <laughs> As opposed to just coming out the other end. <laughs> turn it around. That's it. We're turning it back around. You're coming in to land in New York. No, that's it. We're going. Could you not land somewhere nearby? No, we have to go back to our start destination. You can't carry it here. But You've I've, got pancreatitis. I'll still have pancreatitis if you fly back for another nine and hours. And then you'll have all the pancreatitis deniers who'll be like, it's just Ebola. We've had Ebola for years. <laughs> Come on, guys. It's like, yeah, but people aren't literally melting out of their assholes. They're just really bad diarrhea. And they're like, that's just what they want you to believe. <laughs> Bill Gates, right? He's going to put a chip in them parking bollards. It's going to follow you everywhere. <laughs> As they're holding their mobile phones, it's just in their hands. Like, you're going to get tracked, you sheep. You're going to get tracked by the bollard. Somebody putting metal underpants on, like a chastity belt, going, they're tracking my shite. If you use tinfoil, you don't need to wear a mask. <laughs> the mask in this case just has to go over your butt. You buy these little pockets, like little thumbs that stick out your pockets. They're like an extra thing that's expensive now. Uh, the little thumbs stick out your pockets, and, and or you can sew buttons on if they're cheap and they don't want to get the thumbs. Uh, but you put the, the the mask over your ass, <laughs> bit like a hammock. So I'm walking through town, walking through town with a with a mask, face mask over my ass, plastic thumbs, plastic thumbs sticking out, while some dickhead shouts, "Oh, sheeple!" Yeah. And he tells Ebola, you, mate, get over yourself. Yeah, five G makes you poo yourself or something, and it'll be like, okay. Problem is, right, if 5G I found make... out we've got like a proper notorious one of those in the area. That's why we what? have so many of them on the fucking bridge with the signs going, Bill Gates is going to eat your babies. What, a 5G that makes you poo yourself? No, like the uh, proper like 5G conspiracy theorist. Oh, yeah. I keep seeing them. Yeah, there's like a major one in Gateshead, like a major guy who's what? like a big part of that movement. So wow. I'm not really excited now because it's like, I just want to watch him from afar. <laughs> I just want to see what weird stuff do we he know does. Where he, do we know where he drinks? Uh, I, I really probably don't want to know. I kind of want to have a chat But with then him. there was a guy, uh, when I was last in Sheffield, there was a guy um, like outside at uh, one of the pubs me and Steph were at, and he was talking about like how Oreos are satanic biscuits. Of course they are. Uh, and they promote like, uh, is it like, uh, like they promote all sorts of things, but it's symbols in the biscuits uh, are satanic. And it's like, okay. <laughs> uh, and, then, and then it turns into like, now when you see all these old pictures in New York, you notice there's no people. It's like, yes, because cameras used to take 10 to 15 minutes to get a picture. It's like, there's no people because this was a whole continent buried by mud. Right? <laughs> this is as the mud is what you're saying. There's no roads. This is it's, it's all mud. Mm -hmm. It's because the mud is washing away and revealing all of these buildings. How could we possibly have built that in the 1950s? How could we have built this in the 1970s? That has to have been thousands of years. Yeah, there's people that believe that shit. Wow. Uh, so it's, it's like, it's, it's fascinating for me, but it's, it's like, it's just sad the longer you look at it. Whereas with pancrapitis, <laughs> I think it's more about just the, the casual fun of uh, mm. looking at somebody and going, where you shit yourself? <laughs> my pancrapitis could wash away a village, I'll tell you that. Much. Yeah. I you, could, know? you could hide New York Maybe City under my pancrapitis. That's, yeah, that's how we hide a whole city for future generations to find. Maybe pancrapitis uh, is part of the life uh, cycle. It's part of the new, the yeah. new order. Xenu's next. <laughs> It's like, oh, what religion was right? Drum roll, it was Scientology. Fuck. 
You'd be livid, wouldn't you? There was a sketch that Mitchell and Webb did where it was a guy who went to heaven and uh, they went, right, uh, did you use any technology while you're on <laughs> Earth? Yeah, I did. Is that bad? Yes, uh, the Amish were right. Uh, <laughs> so if Go you use hell. technology, then you're not welcome in here. <laughs> Can you build a barn in a day? No, get the fuck out. Turns out the Amish That's the were one right. requirement. <laughs> You'd be livid, wouldn't you? You're like, what? They just didn't seem to make you sense. You don't even have mutton chops or a hat. What are you doing? Didn't seem to make How sense to me. How dare you turn up to these gates without mutton chops and a hat? <laughs> it's right there on page one of the Bible. No, it's not. And you look, mutton chops and a hat. Yeah, and it's the, it was the <laughs> Amish Bible. Yeah, because I didn't read it. And on the seventh day, God wore mutton chops and a hat. <laughs> you scribbled that in just now with crayon. No, I haven't. <laughs> Who was your Besides, favorite? crayons are technology that we wouldn't use. <laughs> Who was your favorite wrestler? Um, oh, Roadkill. Come on in. <laughs> yes! <laughs> You get to sit in just a, a section, just sort of by the entrance. <laughs> I think Roadkill should have ended the streak. Come on in. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Now we can talk. It's definitely the Amish. The Amish were right, if anyone asks. Pancrapitis. Pancrapitis uh, is, is a strong way to start the, uh, the watch along today. Mm. Um, it's, the, the, uh, it's nice considering it started with me talking about potentially having uvulitis. Which, yeah. I don't, which I don't have, by the way, as it transpires. There's no uvular problems, but what we do have is um, a big old pants full of shit. But, and it's called WCW Halloween Havoc 1996. Brought to you by <laughs> Slim Jim Slim. and that pan make, crap That might make you pan crap that's, that's not proved. And Microsoft. <laughs> and, uh, oh, what, what a coincidence that Microsoft are somehow involved. How's your week been anyway? Yeah, it's been all right. It's sort of been getting back to normal. I uh, Obviously, I've had a, a mental end of the year, um, and my brain is mush. And then I had a mental end of the year on top of the mental end of the year. And then January, um, because obviously we were doing the Rumble documentary. And now I'm sort of back to a normal schedule, but I'm still just all over the place personally, mentally, physically, uh, and... Yeah. We spoke for a bit last year where you were getting back into doing gym stuff oh, yeah. and sort of finding your rhythm with that again. Yeah. I'm still uh, I'm still going to the gym just sort of uh, picking up time because that was the one thing was like December was like a write off. Mm. You know, so I could get to the gym maybe once a week and it's it's all right but it's it's better than not going I guess but it's Oh like, yeah. It's like it doesn't really help or do much um Plus all the added drinking of December, etc. And then working through January, it was like, oh, I'll just extend my drinking through January and do dry February. Uh, it's like, okay. Uh, so I've just sort of been trying to get back in the swing of just getting my shit together again. Good stuff. But it's just knackering, man. I'm just exhausted all the time at the minute. I need to... Uh, I think there's something in the air at the moment because I'm tired all the time. It's, well, I, I, I need to probably go to the doctor anyway because I think I've got high blood pressure and I've got like problems with my heart. Uh, anyway, Ooh, like yeah. since I was like born, I've had heart problems. So it's like I need to go get put on a, an EKG or something and watch them go. Uh, <laughs> you need to uh, just take all these pills and uh, stay on this ward for another. <laughs> oh. And I'll be like, oh, okay. And they'll be like, yeah, you're. Uh, I reckon it's. I'm going to be told off for a lot of uh, stuff and I'm not going to be like caffeine and stuff anymore for a bit. But if it helps, it's know? worth doing. And you know yeah. what? They'll only tell you off because they care. Yeah. 
the glory of turning 40, which I did last week, mm. is that uh, I have my MOT booked in. in oh, is the doctor going to uh, get the glove on, is he, for you? Well, I did ask if they needed me to book for that. Do you I, need I, me in for that? I, I, I can a... be in for that as you're just backing up against the counter like, come, <laughs> come on, on, please. <laughs> I had, a, I had a really weird conversation this morning, and I will yeah. bring I want to bring it up actually because I think it's important to with a, a man of a certain age like I am. Yeah. Because I rang the doctors this morning and oh, said Ray did the shoulder bounce. Well done, Ray. Ray. I rang the doctors this morning. And I just realised that the turnbuckles really do look like a Slim James. Oh, lovely. That's the whole point. Yeah, big Slim yeah. Jim packets. Rang the doctors hey. this morning, and yeah. uh, and because I said, oh. I'm Looking to book an, I need to book an MOT. Mm. Basically, they check your bloods, they check your weight, your height, your yeah. blood pressure, and all that stuff. They look at your BMI and go, even though this is completely yeah. redundant, you are morbidly obese. Oh yeah, they, obese. they're going to tell me I'm morbidly yeah. obese. They're going to tell like, me my blood <laughs> pressure is probably morbidly. A bit high. But I walked here and they're like, morbid. <laughs> you're going to die. <laughs> in fact, you're clinical. I'm not even in a clinic. You're clinical. Quiet, fatty. Every breath you draw is closer to death. But while I was Every on the phone... you breathe out, I can just smell the butter. Get out! <laughs> <laughs> Quiet, Benny. Too much pie, that's no problem. <laughs> while I was on the phone, I said, oh, while I'm with you, yeah. I may as well book my prostate exam. <laughs> yes. And they went, um, okay. <laughs> Is, do you have any symptoms of anything? I said, no, I just thought now I'm 40, yeah. I need to book my prostate exam. <laughs> I and thought they went, my present from the NHS was the uh, Yeah, I thought that was my, my gift. Prostate. And they went, well, unless you, obviously, if you have symptoms, then, yeah. then please book something. But is there anything that's different about the last Put few months? Put a camera in my bum. Said, just shut up and get a finger up there. Uh, I said, there's nothing that struck me. I just thought it was a thing I had to do. I said, oh, she went, oh no, bless you. No, no, no. We'll book you for, for a medical. Yeah. But unless you have any symptoms that you that show concern, mm. you you don't need to book a prostate. Then if you do have concerns, then please book one. Yes. Uh, it's Prostate Cancer Awareness Month next month. So I thought, well. Yes. Well, that, yeah. And now I'm of a certain age. It's, it's one of those things where you fear you you get a little bit anxious about. It's quite deep for this. Oh yeah. But I thought, well, the alternative is to not do anything and then find out anyway well, <laughs> when is, it's, it's too late. It's like the amount of, the amount of shit that I've just not gotten the doctor for that I should have gotten the doctor for. Pun intended. Um, it's 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 pretty wild. Like I don't I think it's like a guy thing, but yeah, it's one of them where like I, it's sort of like I should probably go to the doctor for this. It seems pretty serious, and then it's like, oh, no, it's sort of, it's, it's, it's worked itself out. Everything's Ooh. fine. I don't need to go to the doctor, but you can't fuck around with prostate. You can't fuck around with, uh, you know, testicular cancer either. Yeah, not at all. Just quickly, uh, oh, Ray is not lucky. <laughs> I thought he was going to have it there. Sorry, my phone is going mental. I'm oh, just gonna okay. Turn off the, I'm just going to turn off the chat because I'm getting all of the work chatter going on, and every single time somebody sends a message, my phone is just going mental in the pocket. There we go. <laughs> so, right, it was this close. It was this close, says the referee with the glorious mustache. But, oh. yeah. So. Yeah, so it's worth doing. It's definitely hmm. worth doing. Um, but, yeah, so a nice bit of advice for you there. So Dean and Ray Ray. Yes. This has been a fun match. I know we've talked all over it. Yeah, we've talked over the whole thing. So it's been good what I've seen. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why anybody comes to this podcast. <laughs> I think for advice like we don't, this. We don't. We, we just look at a match and go, eh, it's, it's, it's all right. Uh, anyway, <laughs> cock and balls. <laughs> Shitty pants uncontrollably in boots. Oh, that seemed a bit gnarly. Oh, he's done it. Right. 
Malenko better take the other mask now. If he doesn't, oh, he'll keep he them both. Well, no, he should take them both, and he should he should he should make Ray watch as he just rubs them against his nipples. <laughs> That's what he's been doing basically with them so far. Now he's got the belt, though. Does he even need the mask? What's he going to do with it? Oh, he's, gonna, he's just going to keep collecting them like mm. Pokemon. <laughs> right. Everything all right? Yeah, it's fine. Just had a an email regarding wedding stuff. Ah. So it's uh, nothing too... No, well, it's always fun because it's wedding stuff. <laughs> wow. <Well. laughs> so... So Dean and Ray got us started today. Mm -hmm. um, easily the show stealers is Dave Meltzer. How many stars did he give it, though? It was, say, four and a half. Four and a quarter. Four and a quarter. Dave's way off. Dave's off the Dave's mark, Dave's way off. Oh, your boy's here? Yay, Tony the Tiger! Oh, he looks like he's had a lovely couple of weeks. He did, well, they're just paying for him to go on holiday every week. And he's like, oh, I'm calling you from the place we're going to be in two weeks. <laughs> God love him. I've enjoyed, like, he, he, had a, he had a nice... Hey, it's me boy! Yeah, boy. My bestest friend. He can't even sing his own theme song. Right. And then when he got accused of it, he ran, turned tail, and went to WCW, where he knew he'd be more respected because it's the South. I respect... I think that's chicken behavior. I respect Jeffrey Jarrett. Do you really? Yes. I don't he believe Spends you. his days working hard on the go. That's all Road Dog. Road Dog's the one spending his... <laughs> He's oh Jeff's sitting in the bus and then getting up and miming. <laughs> Road Dog's the one who's the song's about. <laughs> Jeff doesn't even have a baby to get home to. He's a rock and roll star. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to be alone with my baby tonight. <laughs> so Jeff has joined the Horseman, kind of, sort of. Yeah. That's the story here. Mm. He's kind of in the Horseman these days. Which uh, is he's such a natural fit at this point but i just there's something about it that it works but it doesn't work i don't know what it is for me like jarrett and the horseman i know what you mean because in on paper I, I guess i'm just used to him being such an individual star that it feels weird when i feel like he could just be coming in and going straight into like a single story that it's like ah and get him in the horseman mm. so yeah it, it's yeah i thought it would be uh I thought it would be a good fit, but yeah, I know what you mean. There's, I think, because Jarrett's got such strong energy on his own mm. that it doesn't really need a group like the Horsemen around yeah. him. You see what I mean? Mm. I think it, it's one of those where yeah, it, it's it's gonna it's gonna go its course. Jarrett's gonna yeah. be remembered for much more than like a short stint in the Horsemen. Hmm. Hey. So we got so so Flair's had surgery. So Flair hit the battle for the ring. The winner keeps the ring. The winner gets to keep it. Is this the the, the the not the dynamite diamond ring? The 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 king of the ring ring. The the no, it's Lord the, of the it's ring the, ring. It's the it's the Lord of the ring ring. Yeah, which they've done fuck all with. Except the DDPs just had it and yeah, sometimes defended it. But somehow it. had it, but I. Oh, no, I think he lost it, but then he... he kept it anyway, and then it led to a it. small feud between him and Chavo, <laughs> and then... I, because Eddie... And, oh, man. It's been so long. It's been since, a while. Since they've mentioned it, or since <laughs> they've showed it. At least on Nitro. They might be doing it on Saturday night, I guess. You can tell sometimes when they get a bit lazy with these dubs, because they don't put the commentary over the top of it. 
Yeah. And they just put crowd, crowd ambience General. dot wav. <sighs> and then yeah. the song. And just all the commentary gets lost. So all the stuff that... The, I want the I want the, the lads audio are saying. only. I want the audio only be, uh, pay-per-views. I know somebody out there's got them. They've got a surely. Oh, like on Radio WCW. Yeah, where it would just be like, oh, and he took him down with a clothesline, and it could just literally be four people in a warehouse um, with a fake crowd pretending <laughs> they're running a show, <laughs> just going, Ugh, ah, Ika, oh, oh dear, in the face, <laughs> oof, <laughs> oof, Bocco. <laughs> Oh, DDP spitting his gum at Eddie. Here we go. Go on, Eddie. This so, time I'm going to beat you but, for the ring fair and square again and get the ring. This has been bubbling over for a little while, though. So this, this, there's some, there's a long-standing storyline between these. Two. Yeah, but it's, 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 it feels like they don't quite know how much to, because Eddie's like just doing all of these standout matches, and then occasionally they'll just pepper a bit of this back in. Yeah, and it's just sort of like Eddie's just doing showcase stuff, and then. Every now and then, DDP. Yeah, just a little bit of that, a little bit of that. DDP's been slowly building to something quite special in hmm. WCW. I've been enjoying his work within WCW. And the Diamond Cutter's got over dead He's just quick. over in general, man. DDP goes on to be obviously one of the biggest stars of latter-day WCW. Uh, one of the biggest stars of my, you know, viewing as a kid. Uh, absolutely loved DDP. Absolutely loved him. Then they made him a stalker. <laughs> Or the stinker, <laughs> as we called him on the classic SmackDown review. It was uh, not the highest of heights for him. So let's talk a bit about this show. So we didn't really talk too much about it in the beginning. But um, obviously, Halloween Havoc, the MGM Grand Hotel Garden Arena in, L- in Las Vegas, in LV. Uh, $224,000 a house. 8,390 tickets sold. Nice. 10,000 in the building itself. Uh, in the ten, Approximately 10,000 in the 14,000 seat building itself. These are... W, should be doing WWE stuff. Should be counting every single person in the attached casino and hotel that isn't in the room. <laughs> there were 8 million people. There were 7,000 million hundred people in Las Vegas for this event. There are a million people there. It's fine. Um, the company's live gate record uh, has been smashed by this. It was originally set at the DePaolo Memorial Show earlier in the year in Buffalo, which drew just under 200,000. Mm. Uh, that record was largely based on the ability to charge high prices for the best tickets since it was Las Vegas. As WCW has done numerous shows over the years that have drawn more than 8,000 paid. But So whilst they have drawn more people, they've made more money here. Yes. Because it's Vegas, baby. They also made $69,000 in merchandise. Nice. Half of it was the NWO. Which I would have thought more than half. It's Well, it's still early going. It, it's, mm. NWO is somehow still not at its most unbearably popular peak yet. It's got to get to a point where it becomes really uncool, and that's when the normies think it's cool, and that's when it's really going to turn into 99% of all sales are NWO. Mm-hmm. Uh, merchandise revenue uh, at house shows also skyrocketed in weeks leading up to this event. Uh, this, the company is riding a wave at the moment. Mm. Uh, and there's a lot of love for it, and they're making a lot of money for it too. Before the show went to air, we had two matches. We had Jim Powers beating Pat Tanaka. What a way to welcome people into the grand. Jim uh, Powers still working with the company after Scott Hall openly buried him. 
Uh, I don't think Kevin oh, Nash yeah. alluded to him using steroids. Yeah. Yeah. Still in the mix. God love him. Yeah. Uh, Psychosis and Juventus Guerrera beat Damien and Halloween as That's well. That's more like it. They had a banger, apparently. Yeah. Tore the house down, according yeah. to one report that went to the Observer. Uh, so they, that was how we started the night. And then obviously we've had Malenko and Mysterio Jr. since then. Crowd are up for it, but they are here for a match that they set for the grand months ago in Hogan and Savage. We Slim were, Jim versus Halloween Havoc. Slim Jim versus Halloween. <laughs> Who's Slim Jim in that? It's Hogan, isn't it? No, Slim, Jim, Slim Jim's match your man Randy Savage. <laughs> Halloween Havoc's Hogan because they have the same initials, Tom. God, oh! keep up. Jesus Christ. Satcho Javage and... Halloween Hogan. He's weed himself. <laughs> oh, no. He's got this. <laughs> he's got... He's got... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the first symptom, apparently. Yeah, of, of pancrapitis. Pan- pancrapitis. Or pancreatitis. I can't even remember anymore. It's pancrapitis. Pancrapitis. It's pancrapitis. Nice. Um, first symptom of it is uh, pan- pan-piss-itis. Oh, he might have. He might have done a poo. You never know. <laughs> Pan-poo-itis. Yeah. <laughs> Got a bit of that pant poo boy. They're going to pretend it's all Slim Jims. It's fine. <laughs> all belonging to Slim James. I, I, know, I know I'm very slow in noticing it, but I do like the Slim Jim packets as turnbuckles. They like are Randy not. Anderson still selling... Uh, not Randy, as Nick Patrick still, Nick selling, Patrick. Uh, still selling his neck injury. Randy Anderson is the NWO ref, as Nick Patrick has definitely, definitely <laughs> told us. It's definitely him. It's not me. And no I'm so one much else. more muscly than he is. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody else. Not anymore. Oh. So what so would you have been watching this as a kid? I'd have probably been aware of it in terms of being given tapes, but I wouldn't have been watching weekly. I don't think I start watching weekly until I'm like seven ish, which is ninety eight. I start of ninety eight, maybe. So I'm I'm sort of I catch up with a lot of stuff pay per view wise on tape. Right. At this point. So you would have probably not watched this not as l- live. not around the time it would have been years later. No. Fair fair enough. Mm. I do miss that about tape trading. I feel like having uh, we've probably talked about it before, but having access to everything all of the time. You wouldn't kind tape of... a wrestling show. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, I, I you wouldn't steal a slim Jim. It was a big part of the community for a long time. Uh, I think it still exists in certain ways. Like you have a lot of YouTube channels that have a lot of deep cut stuff that's not on the network or isn't like, you know, like somebody's happened upon a tape they found in the attic of a rare show or something. It still exists to that level, but I I just think it's it's nowhere near what it used to be where you'd have to like barter and bargain and send off forms halfway around the world to get a tape that you'd need a different type of tape player to play <laughs> to watch a wrestling show. <laughs> the good old days. Yeah, as, as God intended. <laughs> I used to get all mine off eBay when I got back into it in like, mm. the late 90s and I used to buy them off randos on eBay. <laughs> it was so exciting to get like a bunch of WWF tapes on a weekend. I was yeah. like, <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> God bless him. Oh, it's the Battle Bowl Championship ring, not the Lord of the Ring. <laughs> oh, but is it not the same thing? I think it is. Yeah, the ba- yeah you won the, the Battle Bowl by doing the Lord of the Ring thing. Yeah, but that also makes you the Lord of the Ring, but it's the Battle Bowl ring. The Lord of the Battle Bowl ring. The, the... Pancrapitis. <laughs> Let's go back to an old faithful. There we go. If in doubt, Pancrapitis. 
<laughs> when it gets to its Omicron variant, it's instant. So it's just a wave of people. Just, you're in town and there's 100 people in front of you and you get it first. It's just going to be... <laughs> this isn't quite as dynamic as I was hoping. Yeah, I, I mean, they're fine together. They're right together, they're but it, it's, I don't know. Maybe they're, we just got to let them cook a bit. Let them cook. They're fine. Because this has been building, so we, I think there was a lot of optimism that they just flow together, and it's... I think because Dean and Dean and Ray were so bloody good. Yeah, it's it. Well, that's the other thing. Yeah, they're fluid. It's, it's they're, tantalized it's, it's, it's always but... it's always a hard batch to follow. Uh, I guess anything where you put two dynamic performers like that against each other. But I don't know. I, I was sort of expecting a little bit more here. As shit as I is to say. Oh, I know what you're saying. Yeah. There we go. Uh, Patrick cheating. Heel Nick Patrick. Almost getting a three Use count. attacking heel DDP. DDP should just rip that neck brace off and and beat him with it. I thought DDP was, I thought Patrick was a heel. Well, he's got to he's got to do some good things to throw people off the scent. Unless Eddie's in the NWO. What? No. Oh my god, no shit. Don't put Eddie in the NWO. Surely there must be another version of the NWO that he'd be better suited to. What a crazy idea that is. Nah, it'll just be a spin-off that'll never go anywhere. <laughs> Certainly won't be around in 2024 <laughs> as a, a mid-card team that features Carlito. <laughs> and used to feature Sandals Escobar for a bit. <laughs> I thought they might chuck Andrade and all that, but no. I think Andrade needs to be uh, given a bit of a... a platform to get that shine back on himself i think yeah he's felt very unspecial i guess through his aw run very underutilized i guess or not quite aligning with how i guess i'd want to see him utilized so i think that they need a big standout moment for him before they can do anything else with him i think he needs to have a little something little something something yeah just, just a little bit a little bit of spice it's a little something oh I'm going to take a quick phone call. If you can you take a quick phone cover, call. Cover this one for me. I will cover this. We're going backward and forward in the pins right now as Tom leaves the roof. Uh, we've got uh, just a reminder. Ah, what's going on with this cable? Sorry, I'm getting caught up by a cable. It's wrapped around my foot. There we go. So sorry if that's been playing hell. Uh, just a reminder, if you sign up to our Patreon, you get early and exclusive access to a lot of our content. You also get uh, the video versions of the classic podcast, uh, classic review podcasts, including uh, Nitro, SmackDown, and Raw, and I guess any further ones we may do at any point as more and more things pop up in the wrestling world as we go through all of these timelines. But in the meantime... Um, we're still with DDP and Eddie Guerrero. You know I'm crap at these uh, middle bills. I've been playing a game called uh, Case of the Golden Idol. It's really good. If you're into like detective stuff, that's fun. It's a lot of, lot of, lot of fun, like old school pixel art. Yeah? You guys like that? <laughs> but either way, uh, we've got Slim Jim's Halloween Havoc. Uh, I guess the main event tonight is... Let's have a quick look, quick look, quick look. So... Yes, it's Hogan, Savage. We've got Hall and Nash with Harlem Heat as well, which has been going backwards and forwards. Obviously, we had uh, Hall and Nash pop up. Uh, I believe it was last week on Nitro, wasn't it? In the crowd at the top of the stairs. 
causing all sorts of shit. I think they had six video camera uh, kind of just on during the match and throughout the night as well, but particularly on the Harlem Heat segment. And then I think they came down to ringside uh, and went backward and forward with their... With it, not just them. Who were they against? It was both teams. Uh, but then we've also got the Giant versus Jarrett, uh, which I believe is Jarrett's first big, big out-in for the company. We've seen him... Um, We've seen him on TV, but we've never seen him, I don't think, yet in a, in a pay-per-view. He's popped up in the last few weeks. Eddie, a massive dive to the outside. Very nice. I hear a toilet flushing as Tom Campbell making his return. Only time will tell. Eddie's mullet was really something, wasn't it? Oh, it's that kid. That kid's in, like, every major pay-per-view of the 90s. If you go through the crowd... He's like there. Always on the front row, always reacting to a big moment happening on the outside. He's like a secret super fan. Also notice that Thomas stuck my face on the logo, which uh, I just, I don't even know how to react. All right. Eddie getting caught on the rope there. DDP now in a fairly decent position here. Oh, I thought he was going to go for a pile driver, but no. Bit of a Styles Clash thing. There's no way. Nah, Eddie kicks out. But yeah, I, uh, I don't know. Like, I... Uh, I'm looking forward to when we get toward what I remember watching live as a kid, which is, I guess, within the next year of, of content we'll be covering. Um, but particularly, the arrival of Goldberg is going to be interesting, because I remember that quite distinctly, uh, especially watching back through it all, and then getting to a point where I can watch it again. I, I wonder if it's going to have quite that um, resonance it had with me as a kid, because like, obviously, going back and looking at the Attitude Era now, Mentally, it's like, oh, that was some of the best moments ever of my fandom. And then you go back and you watch it weekly, and it's a bit like, oh, God, there's, there's a lot of crap here, sort of sandwiched in the middle of all of it. So um, I'm looking forward to seeing how Goldberg Street comes across now as an adult, because uh, I think it's going to get very boring very, very, very quickly. Oh, another cutter. This could be potentially it. I think there was two cutters now for Eddie. Here he comes. It's too good for you, Tom Campbell. Hey! Only comes in at the end of a match. Has it finished? Yeah. <laughs> Did he win? No. That's why the referee's <laughs> holding his hands up. I believe he hit two diamond cutters. Two? I believe so, yeah. I'm annoyed that I missed both of them. I was too busy panicking, mm. wonder, wondering what to talk about. So sorry to abandon you. So we had... So it's some wedding-based stuff, and they moved some dates. you should just not get married. It seems like it's a massive fuss. It's a massive fuss. They seem fine with us. They seem fine with us. Just, nah. Just, you've got to take phone calls. You're going to have to get herd a load of people together for one day. Just, nah. I mean, so far, the herding of people together is doing, all, just, it's doing just, all right. Just send out a big alert saying, everybody buy me a Slim Jim. <laughs> or you'll get pancrapitis. There was... Oh, we've got Tanae with a super slim gym next to him. That's nice. real size. There was a part of the thing that we have to pay for for the wedding. Yeah. And, and 
I think they've got the wrong dates when we have to ah, pay it. Okay. So we've had an email saying, "Can you pay that?" We've gone. Well, hang on. Don't yeah. think we have. To, don't, don't think we're paying it yet. So I've just messaged and just gone sort it. And then and then just adding that was Alex is saying, "Have you seen this?" I said, "Yes, I have." <laughs> it's all fine. Don't panic. Ring her back and ask her if she's seen Rat Macho Man Randy Savage. Just snap into it, jacket and hat. <laughs> Have you seen the snap hot jacket? I think that snap into it, you, you need to get that and you need to wear that on your wedding day, Tom. I'd look lovely in that. Yeah. Bit pleather. Is it pleather? It looks like pleather. It's either pleather or PVC. Mm. It looks lovely. I bet he's squeaky when he's walking around. Yeah. <laughs> also, he's all covered in snap into it, but he's dressed more like Tony the Tiger. But he's not even being interviewed. But he should have been Was interviewed by Tony the Tiger. Uh, he should have been getting interviewed by Tony the Tiger. Oh, if he's oh hello, are they doing this? Are they? That's now... one of the famed parking bollards. <laughs> oh my! Is that that's the swab for the bank spicy smoked items. snack? He's ripped it in half. What's in there? What's in there, Randy? What's in there, Randy? Reach in, reach on in. Mike needs to quickly check his script. Hold on. That's right. I needed to say this. Oh, he's picking a winner. It's a sweepstake. The winner is Randy Savage. <laughs> oh, my God. Elizabeth A lifetime Savage. free Slim Jims. Elizabeth Savage. <laughs> Why isn't he in, snap, uh, like in uh, Slim Jim colors? Yeah, I would have thought Surely that would have been. Yellow. But he's got snap into it all over, so I can... Oh! I was really hoping he was going to dox somebody from this exact address. <laughs> from 13 Evergreen <laughs> Terrace. <laughs> Michigan. You're going to give Slim Jims to people from Michigan. Do they deserve them? Do they <laughs> deserve put, them? Do you see that then? He held her address up to the camera. <laughs> He's doing Stop it again. Stop it. He's holding her address up to the camera. What did, what did Michigan do to win Slim Jims? <laughs> yeah. Big question. Also, big like what, any reason my face is on the logo. <laughs> I thought I'd make it for you as a little treat. <laughs> so if you're watching the video version, you got a nice little version of of, of Halloween Havoc featuring Sam Driver. That's me, Slender James, as we now call him in this house. Yes. So congratulations to Joan who has won. Oh, oh look at that! Yes, shit. fucking love saw the, it. Uh, I saw the um, the Iron Claw the other night. Oh and, yes, uh, I. One of the, my favorite things that entire film. One of the reasons, legitimately, one of the reasons I'm going to see it again is the the reproduction work they've done on old name slates, old promo throws, all of the old kind of graphics oh. that you would see intros and stuff have just been made like perfectly. Oh, fun! There's like all the little popping windows and shit that kind of come through. And, oh, oh man, oh. so good! Look at Chris Jericho sitting there. He's like, I don't want to sit here. I want to be rocking out on my hard rocking band, Fozzy. Yeah, we rock. Great, uh, great uh, TV Dave One debut day. there for Alan Cumming as well. Congratulations One to a young Alan Cumming. <laughs> One day I'm going to trap a load of people on a boat and I'm going to make them listen to my band do horrible <laughs> covers. I'm Chris Jericho. I'm going to get Paul White out of retirement, even though he's very uncomfortable. Oh, you paid $11,000 to come on a boat? I know what you want. Jericho. That's the, that's the stuff. <laughs> So Big Dino, Big Dean, uh, Big Dean retaining the cruiserweight title earlier in a banger. Mm -hmm. um, I'm liking Mike today's sort of sports top there. Yeah, I think he, he looks like he could be covering baseball or NASCAR 
or you know, Slim Jim. He's covering Slim Jim tonight. He's covering a bit of Slender Jane. Yeah. That's all well and good, Dean, but can you just say the Slim Jim line? Because then we're going to pull the background away and reveal that we are stood in a Slim Jim factory. Oh. And then there's just cows going in one side and Slim Jim's coming out the other and there's a big box in the middle. And it's like a cartoon. Ah. They go through this thing and just come out as Slim Jims. Well done, Dino. Big Dean. Big Dean. Okay, we've got an interview with the giant next. So he's NWA. talking. Oh, he's, they've got their own entranceway. It's what belts that he's got. U.S. title. Ah. Big Ted. NWA is taking over. So is Ted. The leader, technically? Well, he's, the only he's, way he's you the, get in... He's the is benefactor. ...is with, with my invitation. If he's the benefactor, then why didn't he put a stop to it before Horace arrived? Mm. Does it? Does he end up losing all of his money? I can't remember. What's going on with Ted? Why is he... I think he's just paying for the whole thing, isn't he? Mm. When did he win the US title? Have I been a bit thick here? I can't remember, genuinely. I was hoping you were going to have all the details. Let me Google it. Probably Saturday night. They just run, give him the belt. All right. And then Jarrett can win the belt. And now Jarrett's America's champion. Oh. Oh, my God. And I have to vacate this title because I have pancreatitis. <laughs> I can't wait to be alone with my he's toilet tonight. He's lost three stone. <laughs> thanks to pancreatitis. Right, so let's see. So, WCW United States title. Mm. Um, Dean won it. Jeff, that's 1998. Hang on. Vacated. It's vacant, apparently. Is it the US title? It looks like it's the US title. I'm sure it's it was the, the US, US title. That's the yeah. US title. Vacated. Because oh, Ric Flair oh, oh, suffered oh, oh, a... Sh oh. Right, so he's he's never been... No, the belt, he's never won it in the ring, they said. Uh, and then they mentioned something about security, so I'm going to pretend that he won it off a member of security and that the member of security is former... WCW US champion Dean Malenko was it before it was vacated no it was Ric Flair Ric Flair then Ric Flair the former security guard has given that to the giant um, and here we go we're getting we're getting straight away into Jarrett giant we're, we're blazing through this so far doing alright so, oh by the way um, what like four matches left what did what did DDP and Eddie Guerrero get in the old Meltzer one it was poo I'm just joking uh, probably um <laughs> As I said, it wasn't quite as, as mental as I thought it was going to be, but it had to bring the pace down a little bit because you couldn't have had two barn burners into this. So I think... Three. Two and a half. Two and a half. Uh, Dave Meltzer says the match was below par because it just wasn't Guerrero's Fucking day. Fucking right, Dave. Not, Fucking right. Not only was he suffering from a high fever, but also broke a rib at one point during the match and they had to cut the key three minutes of big moves and near falls back and forth out because he was in so much pain. That just sounds like excuses for why didn't you come home with that ring? 
<laughs> I thought you were going to come home with the ring. Ah, oh. broken ribs. Okay, whatever. <laughs> so that, I mean, I can Genuinely kind of though, forgive him. To go, to go through like that style of match uh, with broken ribs, like I, yeah, no, screw that. Yeah. So this is Jarrett's first uh, big outing for the his, company, isn't his it? His first one since his return, and it is for the WCW US title. I wonder who's going to win this. Well, I've looked at the results, so I already know. I was <laughs> <laughs> oh, a guy in a big foam green macho man hat. I love that. Where's he gone? Where's he gone in the wide? Well, I so... Jarrett's doing this to bring you up to speed. Jarrett's doing this because Flair is injured. But, mm. whoa. Oh, wait a minute. Flair's all right. Is he? That was just a grave that said Flair. <laughs> but had said Rick, sorry. Just, and it was the wrong spelling of Rick as <laughs> no, well. No, it's the right spelling if you spell it how they spelled it on his original belt. <laughs> Another box of Slim Jims over there. Do you think that's for Macho Man's entrance later? <laughs> That like giant box of Slim Jims. It was about 25 feet tall. Did you not see it? Uh, look, I, I, <laughs> I, wanted to, I wanted to burst out of it. Imagine. Maybe they levitate him in. Floating box of Slim Jims. Ah, oh, Looney Tunes t-shirts. That's, <laughs> that's a distinctly 90s thing, that. Very much yeah. so. Guy with binoculars. What are you doing? You're like four rows deep? Oh, my God. Amazing... So here we go. It's Jeff versus Jai. Right. So Giant, by all rights, I love pick... I love Giant at this point. Giant, like, he's in the pick... great bit of Nick. But he should be able to pick Jarrett up, rip him in half, and then just pin him, right? In theory. But Jarrett's now a horseman, so that gives him a mystical quality. Yes, he has the flair in his corner. It's like a trump card you can play to cheat. Uh, and Rick definitely and say Giant it's like has, a trump, yeah. <laughs> Giant has his corner uh, experts, the camera people. Yeah, well, I mean, they, they make him look taller. Ooh. Which he doesn't really need, I to don't be know whether we've ever had Jeff versus Giant. I don't think we have. Mm. I believe this is the whole point is this is the first meeting. Or we might have had a bit of a run-in on TV, but nothing concrete. Ooh. The giant should have, like he's throwing him into the rope, should have just crushed his head. Seeing how big his hands are. He could have car lead him. He could have just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like crushing an empty can of Coke. Just, just giving him a big old Look at him. He's all about pacing and, and enjoyment for the audience. He's turned face. Just for the moment. Just for now. Lots of woos for Flair. Flair, I think, being ringside is just there to help mm. um, get well, Jarrett over. Because there was a lot of yeah. boos when they unveiled Jarrett as a horseman, and Flair, well, I think, has helped. Again, I just don't... Is he horseman material right now? He has the potential to be horseman material, but I think to just bring him in and go, he's a horseman, it's a bit like, cheer this man. It's a bit Roman Reigns, isn't it? I just, it's weird, because Jarrett is so... How can you not cheer him? Oh, come on! <laughs> He's, he's he's not a natural baby face, is my good friend Jeff Jarrett. No. He's not a natural baby face. But so neither, kind of... are, neither are any of the horsemen. Mm, true. 
But the way they brought him in is very odd in the sense that like he's got that crap music and he doesn't act he doesn't really like, act like a face and people he's naturally want to boo he's him. Still in the ribbon clothes. Yeah. He's yeah. still in the he's still in the weird stripper almost in joke costume that he yeah. had that uh, he still got apparently when I interviewed him last year. I'd imagine he would do. Still got it. Maybe. Maybe that's what you I mean, he, he wore it for the Rumble a few years ago. Do you remember? Yeah. He was number two in the Rumble. <laughs> God, I remember that return. <laughs> God love him. Well... I don't think we ever have this match again either. I think it's just now. Well, maybe a one and done's all it needs, you know. I mean, just in general, like throughout their careers, I don't think Jarrett and Giant okay, maybe maybe a one and done find each need. other like star cross lovers unless they have a match in, in AEW. Maybe that's their retirement match. Like screw putting anybody <laughs> new over. Leave the memories. Screw, screw putting anybody new over, right? Yeah. Just do just do the sting. Let's just give do us this a belt. One. I'm taking it with me. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> what are your thoughts on Jeff Jarrett? I, I I genuinely for a long time thought Jarrett was more of a shy ass than he is. Uh, I think it, it took sticking with the first few episodes of his podcast to be like, all right, I think I've got a bit of a different opinion of you to what I should have had. But ultimately, like, <clears throat> as a kid, uh, he was capable of, of getting me pissed off uh, and very capable of working me. But at the same time, it was... Uh, I, I feel like... Vince did a lot to sort of make him very, very uncool by just kind of firing him on, on air. Mm. Um, and I do feel that, like, there is a lot of Jarrett uh, as we move toward the, the end of WCW. There's, like, a lot of Jarrett. Uh, but at the same time, I think I've, I've grown to appreciate him more the more that I've gotten older and watched his work rather than when I was younger where it was like, oh, he's crap. Mm. Oh, he's one. He's a catchphrase and a guitar shot. Or, like, I think there's a lot more there. And especially... When you look back at then at early TNA with those fresh eyes, I think I I, I see in him uh, like a, a well-rounded worker who seems to want to do as much as he can. Yeah. To eventually to kind of to to make the most interesting stuff, but initially it was very like, oh, he's champion again, and it's like great. He was very much like the the focus mm. of the of TNA. Yes. But then you know he was he was a big part of the star power they had. Oh. So Flesh just. <laughs> The most obvious, like, oh, don't mind me, Nick. I'm just climbing in. <laughs> chair in <laughs> first. <laughs> Look at that, Nick. See the chair? Climbs in after it. Right to the cock. What's he going to do? <laughs> That's what she said. Ha <laughs> ha. Weird seeing Giant use cheaty moves, though. He's so big, he doesn't need to. <laughs> He's such a big boy. I just want to watch him frisbee somebody. Just full-blown, just... <laughs> like Cesaro swing, but by an arm and a leg. And just one swing. That's all you get. You get one, one rotation. Just one. One big rotation, and then let go. And see you like, later. Like throwing a mattress out of a second-story window <laughs> or something. <laughs> yeah. Getting rid of your Christmas tree when you oh. live on the eighth floor. Flair use distract. <laughs> it's super it's effective. Super effective. <laughs> 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 
Giant used chop. Giant used punch. Giant used chop. Giant used fat. Ric Flair used potion. It's Jeff Jeff has regained 200 HP. <laughs> Jarrett, <laughs> Ric Flair used push on Jarrett. It wasn't effective. <laughs> Jarrett used lullaby. He's Giant c- shakes it off. <laughs> Giant goes to sleep. <laughs> Giant cries. Oh, he's just looking at Flair now going, look, I'm doing this to you, boy. Look, Ricky boy, this is what I'm going to do to you. Is what I'm gonna do. Rick has to show any conviction, man. It's like, (laughs) oh no, what are you gonna? It's (laughs) It's so hard to buy. Eventually, when we get to. Is it because he's too cartoony? When we get to the fucking. When we get to the. That's the one thing about the the, the Iron Claw. Oh, the flair in it! I'm not kidding. It almost. I think if you're not a wrestling fan and you have no fucking clue who Ric Flair is, you'll, you'll breeze by. If you ever heard or seen a picture of Ric Flair, or 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 heard a woo done before, you know what that sounds like. Yeah, it it almost derails the entire film for me. I I'm not. It sounds dramatic as fuck, but mm. no, it's like you get to the point. You've had an exceptional Harley race. Like a guy, whoever plays Harley race in that film is amazing because it just kind of bluntly cuts to Harley race, and Harley race tells you everything you need to know about Harley race mm. in a promo, like directly. At the, and it's fucking. It's so well cut, so well timed. That whole Harley race bit's amazing. Then you get to Flair, and Flair's this hot shot you've been hearing about through parts of the film. And then you get to him, and it's like, okay, okay, maybe he's not got the accent down. Fine, okay, but he kind of looks like Flair. And he gets the first woo, and he may as well have gone like, whoop. Like, <laughs> he may as well have just let out a low brap or something. Like, the, there's, he vomited on the floor. Like, there's no, like, that woo. If the woo isn't correct, is the woo trademarked? Could we not use the woo? It, there were so many things racing through my head in that split minute where I was like, I was just like, I, how do you, how do you not get the woo right? To get everything else in the film so right, you must have paid so much attention. It's, it's just like, it's like he may as well just be going, woo! Like, like that would probably be too close to it for him. There's no like full blown, proper over the top wooing. Mm. Which I get, but at the same time, just, just I don't know. The actor's probably got a load of shit from wrestling fans for it already. But God Let me damn, see you. if I can find God the, damn the flair from the Iron Claw. Just it, it doesn't, it just doesn't, it doesn't connect for me. I think that's the, that's an issue that the few people because I've seen a few people it's say the same it. as when everybody's like, oh, like English language Kiryu, who's playing like a Dragon Games in English for one, but two, two, don't let him sing back him a tie. Just don't let him do it. It's never going to be as good as the original. <laughs> and then when people go, it's not as good as the original. So, oh, surprise, surprise. Found it here. Let's get the less pretty chopped up. Kevin, your daddy got together with the powers that be and ordered me back down here to tell him. Nothing happened in second-rate sports community. Is it Don Callis? Listen. Right now. Hey, listen to me. 
down. The match has ended. <laughs> oh, that's probably the closest I think you get is that first woo. Woo! But it, I think the rest of it, you may as well just be going like, wah! Ooh! <laughs> ee! It's just like God. fucking. It's it's just just. Oh. Everything else about the film is so good. I just fail to see how they got it's, that it's so amazing. wrong. Like, it's, it's it's still a hell of a film. Did they did they watch? Gonna be Buddy Landell or something. I, I just think that <laughs> I, nature, unless boy. unless I I just don't know. But it 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 was the one thing that took me out the whole thing, and I was just like, oh, that that really kind of. Even seeing MJF's face briefly pop up, that kind of made me go, oh, it's MJF, and takes you out of it for a second. But that's kind of like takes you out of it in a good way. This was more just like, <laughs> I kind of want to make a Star Wars episode one edit where I just put in proper Ric Flair woos. <laughs> <laughs> so Giant and uh, Jeff, mm. uh, Giant won by DQ. Yes. Due to outside interference. Flair low blowed him, as you can see there on the footage, just playing black back right now. Ah, oh, cheaty boy. Bleeding, sweating, and paying the price. Woo! As the man said woo. in... Uh, woo! Woo! <laughs> wee woo, wee woo. Oh, he went to do like the, the strut with... I didn't flare him. Come on, Flair. Flair didn't do the strut with, with him. Do the strut with me. How many stars did Dave give it? One. Two. Ooh. Uh, Jared did a really good job carrying Giant, which is difficult to pull a good, who is difficult to pull a good match out of. Props to your boy there. Mm, good your, old your, Jay, your, Jay. your asshole leader. My asshole. Yeah, total nonsense of assholes. Uh, lead beneficiary, my friend Jeff Jarrett. Meanwhile, Ted DiBiase hanging out with his buddy Virgil. Vincent, actually. Sorry, Vincente. Who's that behind? Oh, it's this. See, this is a... It's X-Pac. It's a little aesthetic that I like about the NWO, and it's the fact they enter through the crowd. Not always. More often than not, they enter through the crowd. They hang out in the crowd. But, like, Giant entered through the crowd, and Giant... It's because they want you to make you think that the, the men are the people. I think the only issue with it, with just let you in a little bit into how the sausage is made, I was trying to get thumbnail art mm. for this podcast, and I wanted a nice shot of, like, the NWO walking past the stage, the Halloween Havoc stage. Yeah. And at no point do they actually walk past the stage. They're always walking through the bloody crowd. Yeah, you'll have to probably take them out and put them on the stage yourself, <laughs> wouldn't you? Absolute bastards. Absolute bastards. I ended up going with something completely different, which I don't want to spoil just yet. But mind you, if you've seen the <laughs> thumbnail, it's been spoiled for you, so... Crucified for the sins of WCW. Yeah. So we're getting a match here that we're going to see play out across several years in the wrestling world in mm. different landscapes. That's right. It's X-Pac versus Kane. <laughs> oh, do not threaten me with a good time. Kane making his debut with uh, the letter C instead of the K Ooh. here in WCW. They won't see that coming. And he's Glacier's brother. <laughs> they call him Flameseer. <laughs> Right, here we go. Hot seer. Coming in, coming in. Glacier and Flameseer. That's a, yeah. a brotherhood that simply couldn't Glacier be. Glacier and Hot Boy. It couldn't be, because the one would kill the other. Boiling water versus cold water that is moving down a hill. Frozen. Slowly. <laughs> but they, would, they, they wouldn't be able to hang out. They would. They would. They'd just kill each other. Oh. 
Well, it'd be fine. Sad. They become a whole new thing together. They become mm. water brother. <laughs> <laughs> That's sad, though. Oh, I feel sad now thinking about flames here in Glacier. Just think about, think about uh, <laughs> Winter Bee getting trapped under a oh. cup and everybody laughs at it while it dies. See, here's an almost nice shot of an NWO member using the entrance ramp. Yes. Almost nice. I was going to say, I think, yeah, there's been a lot of moments where they'll come down for this bit or they'll, they'll fill in from the back. If there's somebody else in a match, they might come in like along the ramp. But yeah, it's, it's going to be a while before they all start taking 10 minutes to get out on the stage to Voodoo Child. And then out comes Hogan with the belt going. <laughs> Look, I'm playing guitar. Um, it could be I'm the Jimi Hendrix. And you've got like six people backstage going, well, I guess that's our match gone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here he comes. Oh, the it's days Jeribles. of my life. Chris Jericho's. If you're watching along with us, one hour and eight minutes in, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. Why didn't we repackage him as like Jericho's? And you've you got to make him go through 12 labors. <laughs> the trials of Jericho's. It turns out he's like the son of wrestling god. Whoever wrestling god is. JBL. <laughs> At this point in WCW? Yeah. Oh, God's eternal, isn't he? What, no, God's but, in all of us. Oh, the, yeah. oh, oh, no, no. Actually, based on what we talked about earlier, Roadkill. All right, so Roadkill. Because the Amish are yeah, right. Yeah, so Roadkill's his dad, mm -hmm. and he's got to do 12 labors to um, I, like unlock his true power, which <sighs> is that he's the son of Roadkill, and he can politic then. But now, until then, he's just got to use his raw power and, and amaze the crowd. But the second that he can impress his dad with those 12 labors, he's just allowed to do what he wants. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. <laughs> is this Six's first match? No, I don't think so. I'm sure we've seen Six wrestle. It's certainly his first pay-per-view match. It's his first pay-per-view, I think. And these two will forever dance. Yeah. Jericho and uh, and Six. They're a good pairing. They, yeah. they, they match each other quite well. I think, uh, especially around this time when Six is like really thrown a lot more of the uh like the martial arts style strikes which obviously go on to become a staple of his career and moves her anyway but like there's something just the younger he is that the slightly slightly more dynamic still uh and he's you know putting him up against a younger dynamic jericho i think it's uh it's sort of match made in heaven isn't it oh it really is especially when both are just wanting to impress like out the gate because up to this point he's been the one two three kid which impressive and big moments but like oh. hey <laughs> like in terms yeah. of the character being cool it, he's sort of a dweeby kid right so like this is his chance to break free of all that and it's a great opportunity like, he, he blends in really well with him I think oh yeah he was we were covering him in in WWF mm. and it, tail end of his run was oh, and Sullivan. look at this gang of oh, cool guys Bubba there. dungeon to do that Mikey Whipwreck <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was Mikey Whitwreck. Oh, I'm here on school night to Hello. see the pimp of you. It's me, Mikey Whitwreck. Come to watch our wrestling. He did the crybaby match with Razor Ramon yeah. before he left. And obviously now they're aligned, which is even more funny. And they just sort of, they didn't really give much to him outside of teaming him with Sid. I don't know whether they <laughs> did a what, but there was a brief sparkle where... Yeah. He was getting quite a bit of action on Raw, was the mm. one, two, three kid. You know, he had a title match against Bret Hart. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. there's a point where everybody was, was behind him and on his side. 
and then uh, they just sort of stopped using him. And I don't know whether there was attitude issues or whatever, but they stopped using him. Wait, and then... He's not a kid. I've got to pay him full adult contract <laughs> prices. Is that what it is? You can get fucked. <laughs> I thought he was just coming by just to rest them for free. He's what do you like, mean he's, he's on contract? He's on an, we thought he was on an apprenticeship <laughs> scheme. He wants a raise. Are we paying him? Yeah. What do you mean we're paying him? <laughs> we're paying him in bars, bars? Like... Vince, he's 25. <laughs> he's what? <laughs> he's, on a youth, he's on a youth enrollment scheme. <laughs> I thought the, the local community said they'd send him along. <laughs> the one, two, three man. I thought he helped set up the ring so he gets to go out there first. Like, what are we, what are we doing? Nick Patrick, I thought that was your son. <laughs> he's grown, he's grown he his beard in. <laughs> And he's got your, your amazing love of weed. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Patrick's famous, famous. You know, all those High Times covers, hanging out with Cheech and Chong. <laughs> Nick Patrick was Chong for a while, but no one noticed. Yeah. Because they're all too high. <laughs> Whereas Chris Jericho, everybody will remember Butchered Abba. <laughs> Butchered Abba. Aw, which ones? All of them. Uh, SOS in particular. <laughs> Just, oh. When did he sing SOS? I'm sure they did a Fozzie cover of SOS. Oh, that's a shame yeah. everyone involved. It's I'm I'm all for Fozzie and that, but you just just stop my kind of music. I think like Judas is banging, but that's, that's about it. Is there any any others that stick out to you? Oh, um, you're my enemy. Oh, all that we have he's got a bit. Away. He's got a bit of that like hot soup mm. voice, doesn't he? Not I... quite full Scott Stapp. Like, Scott Stapp sounded like he was gargling hot soup. Eddie Vedder sounds like he's got a mouthful of hot soup, and he's trying to cool it down, like... Uh, <laughs> a hot soup in my mouth. Yeah. And Jericho so gets a little I bit of <laughs> They're all in the same room. Yeah, what would that sound like? Eddie Vedder, Scott Stapp, Do having want... a gentle conversation. How? Hello, my friend. We meet again. <laughs> Spread a while away, should we begin? I love, love, love the fact that we're in sort of the early noughties mm. on the SmackDown review because it means we're never more than a few weeks away from a Creed reference. Yes, or a Desire promo, or God. I just, I got Creed to... are back on our tour this year, aren't they? There's a there's a new metal era. Oh, hell uh, yeah. Cruise in 2024. I remember reading uh, and Creed are going to be headlining. So if you want to be trapped on a boat with a former Christian rock band, and who wouldn't? Your chance. <laughs> How's your chance? Some of those members went on to be in a bigger band. Did you see Creed top uh, pop up in the Paramount Super Bowl advert? Nope. So there was a Super Bowl advert for I, I, I tend to leave the Paramount. Super Bowl ads, oh. So I can, I can get them on the feed. Oh. Uh, it they haven't happened yet, though, have they? No, it's Super Bowl's oh, okay. on the 11th. But they, they premiere them early now. Like, it's something. Yeah. It's like, oh, watch our advert. And it's like, she goes, oh, yes, yeah, sorry. Oh, shit. Best get around the telly and watch you sell me something. Uh, <laughs> but I'll watch it a week in advance four times now. But they're in it's the advert. Too- yeah. Oh, mate, the advert's excellent. Nice, nice. I won't say any more about it, but uh, it is an excellent advert. It is a head trick of an advert. Delighted to see How it. How many Marvel films are we being marketed this year? No Marvel films marketed in the Paramount advert. I don't, I, don't know, I don't know all the other Super Bowl oh. commercials. I was going to say, yeah, the, the Paramount one. in Paramount, but if, 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 if it's a rare year where there's no like big Marvel film advertised, then maybe it means we're finally coming to the end of that, that trend. It's Heisenberg. You can't tell me that's not Heisenberg. <laughs> that's Heisenberg. I think I Jesse Pinkman. Six is Heisenberg. Do you know I what know I mean? see a 90s, 90s uh, 
90s Breaking Bad with with Kevin Sullivan as either Jesse or, or Walt, not Walt, um, Walter Mike, Mike Ehrmantraut. Oh. I think Kevin Sullivan would make a good Mike right now. Pissed off old guy. <laughs> just like, can't be fucked. It's a podcast now. Just chooses with the Taskmaster. I know. I, I, I tried Network. to get onto it. Uh, there was like a Spotify listing, but it wouldn't let me listen to any of it for some reason. I think because like, you have to be a subscriber, a paid uh, subscriber of ad-free shows. Oh, nice. That's how they Because I like, I like when Spotify lies to you and says, hey, Spotify premium, no adverts. And then you click a Spotify original podcast and you get advertised uh, like a travel service. And I'm like, stick it up your ass. I'm paying. <laughs> if I didn't have a premium account, fucking bombard me with ads. But if it's your service that's making these Spotify and you're going on about how Spotify premium, no advert, I expect that any Spotify Studios podcast has no laid in ad breaks do your reads do a like a hard ad read like we do for like watch this on the channel like do that like check out this other podcast by us blah 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 but when it's like hey uh what brand of bleach do you use is it time to try a new bleach try bleach from the bleach company <laughs> and it's like it, it's what he's doing like i i pay you like 15 quid a month or something stop selling me stuff i'm not doing this amazon prime where it's like hey give us 90 quid a year Watch some adverts. <laughs> a lot of those websites are... Oh, do them ahead in. <laughs> that word means nothing anymore, Tom. That word means nothing. I find it really fun that with streaming services, this is a slight tangent, mm. where we got streaming services because we got sick of watching linear TV with commercial breaks. Yeah. And you can only watch certain things at certain times. And we've, we got sick of the fact that you'd have, like, the Disney Channel would be tied to like 11 movie channels. So like, if you want these films, you need these movie channels. And if you want this content, you need this. But if you only want this one channel, you still need to pay for these 11 other channels. So it was like, hey, oh, there's all that shit I like for $5.99 a month. Um, and then, yeah, what they done, Tom, they've taken it all apart and just made it back into channels, but with extra yeah, steps. Yeah, and they've, cause, they, cause they've now gone, hey, we, um, do you know what we might do? We might put adverts in the programs. Oh, I mean, okay. I mean, that's why we came to you. And also, we're going to make live TV, so you have to watch us certain times. Well, again, that's kind of that was your yeah. that was that was your. So uh, I've got no interest in your in, USP in, in in you know the, the the good old days of of doing it for music. But I mean, the I've got an eye patch out there still. <laughs> uh, I'm not afraid to use it. You know, like it's just roundabout. I think it's, it's the mental thing is they're driving a whole new golden age of piracy, and they can't see that. Like, what? What? Why are people leaving the services? It's like because Disney is like, oh, well, if you want any of this shit now, it's like 14 quid a month. Have some adverts, too. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> or I could just get it for nothing. <laughs> like, you know, back in the day, I could even burn it to a DVD like I do for my mate. You know, <laughs> shit quality rip, blown out sound. It'd be great. <laughs> Be fine, Your Honor. They are. They do seem to be pushing people in the and general. Be Slim Jim subscription services. How are we going to get Slim Jims? Oh, you need to get eleven at once. <laughs> what if you just want one? <laughs> no, you have to buy eleven. <laughs> I just want a Slim Jim. You have eleven or none. <laughs> no, I just want a. Slim that guy gym. in the front row is going to get told to sit down and not get back up soon. He keeps getting up and just turning around, going. He's going to get a paste in, basically. That was a slightly dodgy count there by. Ah, uh... oh, something screwy happened there. Nah, Jericho just sucks and should be pushed down the card as a result. <laughs> 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 
I think it's there's we're in that golden period as well where NWO doesn't have all the matching uh, coloured gear yet. They're gonna obviously all wear the t-shirts and stuff, but eventually we get to a point where everybody's rock like repping black and white gear, and it's a bit it's a bit too organised for a, a haphazard army. <laughs> you want it to be a little bit more chaotic. Papa Shango on the front row. Rush <laughs> Papa Shango um, shirt. Why did Jericho T pose then? <laughs> Look in the middle. Oh! It's either Baron, uh, Baron Samadhi or Papa Shango, but it'll be Papa Shango. Hopefully. <laughs> Big Charles Robinson tease. Not Charles Robinson. Charles. <laughs> you called him every ref other than the actual ref. I meant, I meant Charles as in the Godfather Charles. Oh! Right, so let's just check this because I think we might have missed it. So a cover. And here comes Nicky Boy. Oh, one. Two. Okay, that was a two. That's WCW's shoddy, shoddy, um, you know, injury system here. Like, mm -hmm. Nick Patrick shouldn't be out there having to work. But because they're short of referees, he's having to go out there and brave it himself. Because I hire more refs. Do you have no. to hire more wrestlers? It's all, it's all unionized, probably. Just say any words and the, the public will. <laughs> <laughs> but Whoa! wrestling's famously not unionized. Frizzy Lex. Uh, very Frizzy Lex. Not quite as oiled up as I was expecting. I'm buzzing for a Lex promo. Hit us with that sugar, mother. We are at 120, 26, oh. 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32. <laughs> I'd accept the plea. It's not a garden of flowers. It's a cactus. It's a cactus. It's, it's thick. It's thick. Uh, it's thick of things you never want to see. It's thick cactus, everybody. Fabulous. That ain't no garden you want to step in. God love him. I know he said unglued, but it sounded like he went on glue. It's time for the total package. Alex <laughs> on glue. Forgot my words. Oh, he's going to rack you on. Ah, <laughs> oh, Davy P. It's time for the cactus. It's not a flower. It's not a garden of flowers. If the ring it's is full of cactus. cactuses, I'm about to go wild. Yeah, I mean, if they have considered this and is given us a, a ring full of cactus cacti. In the ring? That is a sad <laughs> It's the pumpkin signal. Quickly, pumpkin man. <laughs> That's rubbish. I love it. Uh, <laughs> I've just realized the trons are all custom. <laughs> the ghost of Art Anderson. <laughs> Woo! It's coming towards me. <laughs> you know, it's spooky because it's a classic gothic. God, stop looking at the ghost. It's the fact that you can see his arm and lower half. <laughs> Like I feel like screen. that's something you make for a laugh. Yeah. <laughs> Is that Brutus in the crowd? <laughs> it looked like NWO Brutus. It looked like the design. Oh, he's trying to get a gig, isn't he? He's, he's trying to get a gig. It was a remarkable lookalike if it wasn't. <laughs> Here we go. Loogie time. Rest in peace, Crockett. 
Oh, look at Lex. Oh, hey, spooky. In a way. Spooky I must go. Lex. My planet needs me. <laughs> He's going full frizz. This is a it's a risk. This it's a because you can get extra frizzy. Well, it, it, if, it's, if it's a short match, it'll be all right. But if it if it's not, his hair is going to be so much more frizzy by the time he leaves. He's going to actually look like a cavalier spaniel. <laughs> Like he already, he's on his way. He already looks like King Charles. Look at him. <laughs> oh, that's an old Lex Luger shirt. His name was spelled wrong on the post of the shirt as well. That's got to be old. Lex Luger. <laughs> that's got to be an NWA shirt. Back when he didn't win Ric Flair's belt. So we've moved on from, apologize, I'm so sorry if you're watching this, I'm on my phone a bit. So, so Alex is working from home. We've moved on from a wedding-based dilemma mm. to a technical-based dilemma <laughs> with her work. Right. <laughs> um, she's, I'm, I'm teaching her to use Adobe Audition. Okay. So I'm bringing her into, because they use some BBC software that's Are really... Are we going to bill you this time back as a company? Uh, yeah, I'd hope yeah? so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, as in, we're going to bill you. Are you going to bill me? Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. There's what, two hours? <laughs> We'll work this out on an hour by hour rate. I think if you if you take off an hour, I'll I will work two hours later tonight. When no, no, I no. You can work the two hours and pay us back for the the hour. It's all going to be fine. That's fair enough. <laughs> Look at his little pecs. Lex pecs. Lex pecs. But yeah, audition's an annoying one to learn initially. Once yeah, you get, once, once you, you get, get around, around, it, around once it. you get into the workflow, it's it's nice and easy to pick up. But it's like that initial sort of oh god, <laughs> especially when it doesn't quite line up with other proprietary software that you may have used as well. Yeah, it's it's because and also the you know the software that she uses yeah. isn't massively reliable. Right. So I'm trying to bring her over. To Adobe, to Adobe, which is famously reliable. Uh, <laughs> far, well, well, far more than the one that she's got, because <laughs> the one she's got runs on a network. Yeah. So whenever the well, network that's, drops that's out, because then, then it's like, say, yeah, because because Adobe right now it's like, oh, we see that we have not finished making Adobe 2025. In fact, we are nowhere near making Adobe 2025. Uh, but it is the time of year to release it. This will be later this year, and it'll be like, there's your Adobe 2025. It's fucked. It won't use any of your plugins. Uh, it's dog shit, uh, <laughs> but we're going to update it automatically for you because you forgot to turn it off that one time when you installed it again because you had to because it crashed and it wouldn't start without a fresh reinstall. Um, but this time, it's going to be different. <laughs> this time, I know it's for real. And you, you've got to use like the old version for like six months, and then by the time you get around to using the new one, the next one comes out, and it's just like... See, I'm, I'm, I don't know whether it's just me. I've never had that issue with Adobe. Oh, I've always just enjoyed like, using just it. The, the mass of, of video work I do with it, it's, it's just like, it can be either an absolute dream or a complete nightmare. But then the alternatives are like, Final Cut. And it's like Final Cut has not been what it was for many, many versions now. Um, and Avid, you need a whole server for. DaVinci, I can't be asked learning that workflow. Premiere, simple. That's, I, yeah. that's why Premiere gets it. It's Adobe gets like... 
very straightforward with, with how they do stuff, I think, but without it being too simplified. So I think that's why they are just industry standard. But I still want to shake my fist at them every now and then, being like, stop throwing some broken shit. <laughs> Especially when it's like quarter to midnight and you're about to hit render and it's like, yeah. And then it just fails. It's like generic error. Uh, it's like, <laughs> just white, white error. No reason. You Google it quickly. Like, Creative cow, generic error code. And it's like, oh, this could mean that like uh, you looked at it funny or that um, it's all catastrophically wrong and you need to start again or... Boss man's off for a piss. It's just like a huge amount of things that could have gone wrong. I, I love, but I hope boss man's a bit pissed. Actually, <laughs> just getting angry. No, I mean he's going for a piss. Oh no, he, <laughs> he's up to I, go. I hope for he's an, also pissed. He's up to go and use the Kermit. <laughs> the bit that always makes me feel a bit sick about Premiere is yeah. um, Sullivan just. He's like, yeah, I agree what you say I'm about Premiere. That's it. Yeah, that's. I, it. Yeah. I, hey man, I use Windows Movie Maker. He uses a fucking Steam back. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting there with tape and glue and everything. It's the bit in Premiere when it gets to 100% uh, exporting. Oh, the Moxin phase where it sits at 100. The, yeah, that's yeah. it where it just goes, it's 100% forever. So what it's doing there is, like, depending on how big the file is, um, what it's doing with every video is it'll reach 100%. And if you're exporting, like, a compressed format, it's usually worse. But it'll go like, oh, I've made a video track. Oh, I've made an audio track. I need to glue these two together and then call it an MP4 or whatever or a MOV. Uh, and it's that period of it going right what goes where and it's trying to like zip them together mm. like you would by bringing two sides of a zip and like pulling the, the the tooth up like so it'll it'll like tie it all in but it's initially like that was i think golden age part one i fucked up and i was in till because i had to fix it before it went out um i was into like i think gone midnight quarter to one ish and then it it was just sat like that for like four hours by that point and then it finally went, oh. and it was like, okay, we're fine, I can upload it. And it was like, I could have done Parsec and accessed it from home, but I know for a fact if I'd gone home, it would have gone wrong. Something yeah. Wrong. And it's just like, uh. So you're better off just sitting there and just making sure that it all... Yeah. And then people wonder why I... Um, it's like, you know, you just seem like you're really dour and you've got this thousand-yard stare all the time. It's like, yeah. Adobe's fault. <laughs> blame Canada. Blame Adobe. <laughs> you can't blame yourself and your unhealthy, uh, your unhealthy working habits. Blame Adobe. <laughs> Thanks, Adobe. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Adobe, for all the work you do. I'm into. I think I think Spaniel Lex is cool. He looks like he could be fronting White Snake at like nine. But he's gonna kick <laughs> off things by by kicking Arn Anderson's ass across that ring at, at seven. I feel like we get Spaniel Lex back again in 1999. Maybe I've, if his, maybe if his to, ponytail ever bursts. No, I seem to remember a Spaniel Lex getting a fucking hiding from Meng. I think, I'm sure Lex is like, oh yeah, well he used to be Spaniel backstage. Oh, I think, but I think doesn't doesn't Lex end up being like almost double the size he is now? I'm Ooh. sure that Lex is like obscenely ripped by '99. Yeah. Like he's when obscenely they, ripped here, but like obscenely ripped. When they briefly rename him just the total package. Yeah, the total package. And he's just got the tiniest head and the ponytail. Keeps talking about how little body fat he's got. Yeah. They but, kind of roll in some of the narcissist. Or Narcissus as uh, Bobby Heenan called him. I preferred Narcissus as a name. Had nice Roman tones. Yeah. <laughs> Take that, Lex, you shit. I've got 4% body fat. You don't make me eat popcorn. Don't make the carbs touch me. I might absorb some of them. Too late. He's already... It touched him and he just becomes violent. Sweat, just absorbed. Violet Beauregard from bloody Charlie the Chocolate Factory. It's not even... It's just... Just... 
thump. <laughs> I love that girl like mouthing off, and then the second arm gets close, she's like, just step back a little bit. Only, only choking on. <laughs> only kidding on. Hey, you turn back around, crowd watching security man. Yeah, your well, job somebody is... somebody gets up and tries to jump the barricade while you turn watching that Arn Anderson. He's eh? a big Arn man. Hey, this he? guy getting up right there. I know he's crouching, right? He's waiting for his opportunity. He's waiting. We'll see. Oh, see, look, look, look. We're probably not going to see, but he's going to dive over that barricade the second that guy in green looks away again. I remember when I was younger thinking that the security guards at WWE events are either having either the best or the worst job because mm. you get to go to the events for free, but you don't see them. I bet you one of these is going to jump over the barricade. Oh, no, they look fine. Security guards not going to do shit. Uh, but yeah, like, well, it was one of, uh, I think I've told you this before, I saw Dean Ambrose on one of the house shows uh, in Newcastle, and he literally went out to a security woman and went, get, like, move, because we're going to dive over the barricade right where you are. Can you just move to the side? So he asks her, like, nicely, and I think by the fourth attempt, he's literally saying to her, it's like, I'm going to fucking land on you. And everybody's just like, way, because she's refusing to move. So he just dives out anyway. I think he just fucking absolutely cross-bodied her. Jeez. And it was just like, and she just like obviously gets up and is like, what the fuck? And it's like, told you to move. Like, <laughs> but it's wrestling, it's not real. <laughs> but it's just, and I'm sure she was just like, no. And like proper like, and I was like, oh, she's got to be in on it. Because she's like doing the whole like no and being all dramatic and sitting back down in a huff. And no, it was just legit. And I think he doesn't like cross-body her, but he like lands and obviously I think Seth oh, moves out I... of the way. Or somebody moved out of the way. And he sort of axe handled like this top half lands on her like shoulders. And he, she's just like, what the fuck? Going mental. Do you remember the, um, the security guard for WrestleMania that stopped... Um, Gronk from jumping the guardrail. Yeah, wasn't this after she'd failed to stop Enzo getting up? Yeah, yeah. And so she was really wanting to prove, like, yeah. I'm and then Enzo, Enzo is like, uh, that's like a classic Kane coming off the side of the stage to grab you by the neck because he stood there and it's just, <laughs> and you just see him fucking like the outline of where he used to be. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. But like, yeah, like the stopping Gronk was hilarious. Because they had sent somebody to go. It's just go, like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's fucking... Absolutely doing her job. Oh, yeah. Like, very good at a job as well. This is why it's important to always clue everybody in on what's happening at shows. No, I don't think you should. <laughs> I think the floor should fall away and everybody, including the audience, is now adrift at sea. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. Did you see the tweet that we I got? I did. I did indeed. I will give proper credit... To where it's due. I believe it was an Alan Cheapshot upload. Oh, was it? Yes. He's very good for those, isn't he? He's really good. Alan Cheapshot uploads some wonderful wrestling curiosity stuff, including uh, the the footage of the wrestling match held in the middle of the water. Oh, where is it? They tagged me in it. I'm sure they did. <laughs> I don't know if it'll uh, give you, because it was a retweet, I think, of Alan's thing. So I don't know. You need to find the person who sent it to you rather than him, I think. But either way, it's it's a it's a it's a wrestling ring in a swimming pool. That's it. Which which was your dream? No, fuck a pool. We've done a pool, <laughs> right? Like we've done pool with explosions in Japan. Fuck that. Like let's let's see. Take it to sea. Put them at sea. Get a load of wrestlers that everybody loves. Real life and death stakes, you know, people are going to be invested. You think that WWE is hot and everything right now and they're doing the whole UFC, is it real, is it fake stuff? Like, no. Put them at sea, make them fight over a piece of bread, 
and put 5,000 fans, 5,000 fans around him. But also the fans aren't joined. So the, 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 um, the stands aren't joined to the ring at all. They are just freely adrift. So stands are just drifting off into spin-off shows, right? <laughs> <laughs> Where we're just going to follow them every now and then, catch up with how much they've like, destroyed each other. <laughs> But in, in the ring, either way, I mean, it's going to start off with a piece of bread. And then, like, one week they'll win a car. And then the car gets dropped into <laughs> piece the ocean. Of bread! A car! The car gets dropped into the ocean. So they, they can't, can't use, use it. it! Yeah. Christ! But Steve. then it, it's like, there's loads of stuff. Like Twixes. <laughs> Probably sign a deal with Twix. Fucking hell! I love that. There's loads of stuff. A piece of bread, a car, you know, Twix. <laughs> We can have a whole, like, that side of the ring's left Twix, this side of the ring's right Twix, and we right Twix on a pole match. Although it's it's not really, a, I, I guess, a right Twix on a pole era of the match or saga of the match because the match itself is never going to end. Do you think that Twix may take some issue with the some of the plans that you had regarding gun turrets to stop people from leaving the wrestling zone? Uh, Do you think uh, Twix may take some issue with that? Well, I don't think there was gun turrets by the end of the, the, the deal. Basically. I seem to remember there was gun turrets or people in helicopters. Oh, yeah, there's people in helicopters that come by. Oh, they come by silly to, me. They come by to drop things off like Twixes. <laughs> no, no, you're, you're, you're gaslighting me. Yeah, We definitely had gun there's turrets. There's an armed guard. We on the... <laughs> I thought you were gaslighting me. There's an like... armed guard who's flying around at all times in a helicopter, <laughs> but he's mainly the present man. <laughs> he just happens to have... The present man and five troops. You with, never with, called with him laser present sighted, man. Laser you, sighted. When we did this chat, you never called him present <laughs> man. It was armed man to stop people from leaving. Well, yeah. Now he's present man. There's a bit of that. Brings Twixes. Well, either way, but left Twix, right Twix, and cardboard box Twix. If Twix, if Twix had a problem with it, I could tell him where they could stick their left and right Twix. Would it be? Would it be up their prostate? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> All right, torture rack, Arn's asleep. Arn's Lex <laughs> is extra uh, fluffy. And congratulations. And I just think that if it's at sea, it's better than it being in a pool. Oh, he's not going to break it. The, the most ridiculous submission hold ever, and he's not going to break it. <laughs> he's just happy because he did he's that one. Working out. <laughs> he did that one against Roadblock the other week and yeah. couldn't and couldn't get it for more than four oh, seconds. God, had that to that def desperately prove that, himself. The, the double lift. That oh. was. Oh. What a dream that was. Well done, Lex. So Spaniel Lex has extra powers? Maybe. Maybe that's it. Mm -mm. So uh, what did Dave give that one? It doesn't make me think it was a distinctly Dave match. I'm going to say two stars. Two and three quarters. Ah. He says better than you'd think, <laughs> considering Lucas involved. Lex should keep his hair down more often. I think maybe, the, the, like Samson, mm. the, uh, the hair is part of his power. I agree. But how would he fare at sea? <laughs> I can't share this tweet with the world, um, but I can show it to you. It's a lovely conversation I had with him just now. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> I love that. Sorry, that's very rude of me, but it's funny. Oh, oh here he comes. Who was that with Flair? Was that Monk? That's, that's Jeffy J. It's your boy. Oh, I didn't recognize it's, him. It's, it's little Jeffy. He's got little Jeffy. Little Jeffy. Oh, this is where Arn's going to get a chewing out for failing Arne, the horse. He's failed. And for that, Jeff Jarrett gets to stomp a mud hole. Jeff in Jarrett now gets the spine buster. <laughs> Did you know that Jerry Jarrett is the, the promoter, is my dad, as he's stomping on him? 
<laughs> well, well, that's nothing. My husband's in ANFA. And my roadie sang all my songs, Deborah. Sit down. <laughs> in fact, no, don't sit down. Stand up. Come with me to the WWF. <laughs> oh, Arn's not well. He spent too long in the rack. He's my, done. My back is somewhat twinged. I have had a lovely massage there. I just can't get up. I'm so relaxed, guys. <laughs> That's all it is. I heard so many bones crack, and to be honest, I feel limber. I feel 10 years younger. I just really need a minute here in the ring. He just had a... It was just, that's it. He's not hurt. <laughs> He's, just, He's relaxed. just so relaxed. He <laughs> can't get I back can't up. I can't even move. Oh, that's the one thing to do when someone's got a broken right, back. So Try and move their arm. <clears throat> oh, no. Arnie boy. Roll him over. No, on his, are you, on his broken back. These are not medical professionals. No. You do not roll a man There'd on... There'd be a board involved. There'd be all sorts of stuff. If he's broke his back, you do not roll I'm him on. I'm hoping the guy back. in blue accidentally puts his knee on that and then slips. <laughs> I'm hoping... And then the, Pulls the, on over and with it. Knocks, it knocks the paramedic guys back a bit and it's all a bit kind of awkward. I always love a good, get them on the stretcher spot and then they fall off the stretcher. Like, <laughs> it's, it's... Oh yeah, now protect his back. You just rolled him over. <laughs> I'm not an expert. Don't get me wrong. I could all be owning a conversation on Reddit. But, <laughs> but that's not how you look I after a brother. I wonder what mean Gene's up to right now. Oh, I'll, I'll give you one guess. I mean, he's obviously wanking, but Four. where? How is he doing in the league? I just, he's What's his so, standings? Has he just kind of come away because it's competition Has season? he been in, under the water in any pools recently? <laughs> Why has he got hair now and <laughs> given Tony the Tiger's voice? I, I'm sure Tony's delighted because uh, it means he's got a gig. Yeah. As, uh, as old Tony the Tiger. Lee Marshall. He's pissed off because he'd usually just be on holiday. <laughs> In like Kansas. So he's running the hotline now. <laughs> What's going on with Gene? Coming up. This has got to be contract. Find out what I got up I'm to. Find out what I got up to when I went Jeez. to catch up with my best friends. For some beers the other night. Oh, no, 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 no. It's Colonel Rob Parker. It's uh, Sherry and it's Harlem Heat. Having a lovely chat with our boy, Tony the Tiger. Now, 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 now. His last appearance was for Brawl, September 15th, 1996. Oakland had talks with the WWF to return during this time. However, they could not come to terms. Oakland signed a new contract with WCW and returned on the November 11th, 1996 edition of Monday Nitro. Oh, so we've got a couple more weeks without him. He's got enough time to get them wrists nice and relaxed before he goes for more world records. Surely WWF wouldn't have him back. Well, it's the Attitude Era. Well, it's the New Generation Era. Well, it's the Attitude Era's coming up. Yeah, but not for another He would year, fit. Yeah. Spaffitude Era. It would have been... <laughs> Spaffitude era. Him and him and Jerry Lawler would have like been a hell of a duo during the nineties. The Spaffitude era. Yeah. <laughs> it's got a better ring to it than Mean Gene race, like what Mean Gene speed wanking in the corner. <laughs> mean Gene speed wanking. <laughs> All new from Toby. Select your character. Next time on an all-exciting new episode of Mean Gene Speed Wanking. <laughs> Aha! I am the fastest <laughs> speed wanker in all of America! Ha ha! Ah! <laughs> Little speed racer guy, you're welcome. 
<laughs> Michael Cole, but I thought you were a war correspondent. <laughs> ah, not no. anymore. Da! <laughs> Shing! Kame! <laughs> Spot! Christ. Ah, oh, Belaved. Belaved. <laughs> Beloved, beloved. No, it's Belaved. Death of Belaved. In an ambulance. Faces of fear. The ghosts of the faces of fear. How hasn't Jimmy Ooh. heart aged? You hear all this talk about how Tom Hanks eats babies and stuff, but like, mm. what? Why? Why is nobody investigating Jimmy Hart in all of this? Well, he did release a song called "Eat Your Heart Out," Rick Springfield. But so he like, has eaten Rick Springfield. He genuinely heart. hasn't aged since like 1980. Like he has been that same age. He's 100 percent eating eating yeah. like adrenochrome or whatever it is. <laughs> what if there's more than one Jimmy Hart? I do. Oh man, could you imagine? There's a factory of Jimmy Hart. Yeah, there's a wardrobe just full of them. And <laughs> when when the one dies, they just swap them out for another. It's just not even that. They they just sort of they you just you keep, they they you just hang them up. <laughs> Maybe it's an outfit that you put on like the mask. Maybe you put on a jacket <laughs> and you just turn it to Jimmy Hart. Oh yeah, baby. <laughs> Where's but John? you can't take it off. Somebody has to physically remove the drag from you, and then you turn back into your old self, but you retain all the memories, and it's like, oh, God. Nobody has seen John from accounts in many years. <laughs> but there's a much younger-looking Jimmy Hart knocking around. <laughs> so we've got Benoit. we got woman. Woman. We've got woman. We've got Deborah and her husband, who soon will be in the ANFL Hall of Fame. That's right. He's going to Canton. Yeah. His old, uh, old uh, Mongo McMichael. Good lads. But uh, mainly, he's in the ANFA. ANFA. Ah, I'm Deborah. <laughs> I'm going to be annoying in two companies this decade. <laughs> I'm going to be the valet of the biggest star on the planet. <laughs> who isn't in the ANFA. No. That must have been a really sore point. <laughs> I'd have been like, Three I point. used to be able to brag about, you know, being married to somebody in the NFL there, Steve. Can you just go do some NFL? <laughs> I know you're a champion in that, but My husband you ain't got a Super Bowl ring, have you? Goes hunting. <laughs> My husband um, hunts A&FL. Used to hang around with Ted DiBiase. <laughs> <laughs> no, he hunts A&FL. Oh, he elk. does hunt uh, National Football Elk. Elk, National Football Elks. He sprays elk the color of a team he doesn't like, and then he hunts them down. He has a lovely weekend with Shawn Michaels hunted him. Just as Jesus wanted. <laughs> Just as Jesus oh, intended. Shawn Michaels and God, what a tag team, man. What a tag team. It's like Jesus, I don't want it. We are blasted through this show, considering the runtime, mm. which, by the way, we are currently at one hour, 45 minutes and 20, 21, 22. 23. Still shorter than an episode of Raw. It really is so far. I'm going to go for a whittle. Would you, you like anything do... from the kitchen? Oh, could you bring me a Fantar, please? A Fantar Zero. That would be fantastic. <laughs> Much appreciated. Thank you. I'll be right back. We thank you for uh, watching Halloween Havoc with us as Mang and Mongo size each other up. Uh, we want to encourage you when you get chance to watch Over the Top Rope, which is the fantastic documentary that Sam Driver and Fraser Porter put together. Uh, it features uh, such uh, luminaries of the Rumble like Maven Huffman, Dylan Postel, formerly known as Hornswoggle, Kevin Owens in there as well. We speak to Finn Martin from Power Slam magazine and we document Fraser Porter's life as a wrestling fan and why 
he has this obsession, this wanderlust with the Royal Rumble. It's a really unique prospect that we put together. And it was Fraser and Sam, a project that they led the way on. It's a fantastic watch, worth checking out. It's on the YouTube channel for you right now. On the podcast feed, I had a lovely chat with Bombash Daniel this week. He is the founder of Soft Ground Wrestling. You may have seen these clips from this wrestling promotion out of Uganda doing the rounds. With fantastic wrestling on show in Uganda. I wanted to find out more about it. I wanted to get to the bottom about what all this was. So uh, with the help of Jake Rhodes, their U.S. ambassador, I had a chat with Bombash Daniel, who is the founder. And the story behind Soft Ground Wrestling is incredible. I'm really excited to share that with you. You can listen to it right now on the podcast feed. If you search Cultaholic Wrestling, wherever you get your podcasts from, uh, you'll, you'll, you'll know because you're listening to this now. I don't know why I'm teaching you to suck eggs on a podcast feed you already know. If you haven't done so already, you can subscribe to our sister podcast feed now by searching Cultaholic Wrestling News for 10-minute wrestling news updates every weekday morning and some exclusive interviews on some weekends as well. Uh, you can search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from final bit of admin from me if you get a chance to do so if you could give this a cheeky little five star rating it would be immensely immensely grateful it takes just a moment to give it a little five star and you're laughing you go onto the page uh, where it is on apple or itunes and there's a little star thing give us that even give us a little rating on there as well it helps us get seen if you give us a five star rating and a review it helps us out if you feel you know compelled to don't feel like you have to it would be greatly appreciated if you can no pressure as we see benoit putting the boots to the barbarian in the corner uh tag team match at Halloween, Slim Jim Halloween Havoc. I thought there was a young William Regal behind him there. Um, this, this, this was kind of set up just a, a rando match for reasons. Pretty much the only story behind it. Just a, the t a test for the, for the Horsemen and the Dungeon of Doom. Another test for them. Here he is, back once again with the Renegade Master. I was, thank you very much. I was, uh, I was talking about the documentary... Oh. While you were out, uh, nice. fabulous piece of business. Uh, which, uh, if you haven't done so already, you should definitely go and watch. It's a good time. Also, talked about my lovely chat I had with Bombas Daniel, who is the founder of Soft Ground Wrestling in Uganda. Yes, I remember you telling me about this. Great, great mm. guy. He's lovely and and doing something really special in East Africa. So I'm glad that we were able to catch up and shine a light on what they're doing. It's been mm. good fun. Felt like a proper reporter. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man. Uh... Eight o'clock in the UK, and I think it was sort of lunchtime in Uganda, mm. and uh, reconnected. It was lovely. Good times. This match is just tinkering a lot, just 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 poodling along. What are you on about? You've got best best wrestlers ever on the go. <laughs> All at the same time. And a lot of people around the ring. Yeah. A lot what of cards. What do you want? A lot of cards. You want a cardio and donuts around the ring? Is that what you want, Tom? Hmm? You want the monster trucks in? I driving love... over the audience? I love that. Hmm? That would be lovely. I'm sure you would, but the budget doesn't permit it. Oh, it's WCW, of course. <laughs> they got the fuck. They, Hogan's they, on the show. They buy NASCARs as apologies. <laughs> of course they can afford it. I do like the idea that it's like, rather than like an apology cake or something like that, or like flowers, it's just a shit. We, we need another NASCAR. 
<laughs> Do you reckon? I know what it is. I know what happened. It was over a bad line. They went, we need to apologize to Sting. <sighs> what, should, what should we get for them? I know, I'm, get them, get them, in, get them a nice cake. And <sighs> nice, nice, Nice. NASCAR. A NASCAR. Get them a NASCAR. It's good that they heard that and not nice cock. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, depends who else they upset. <laughs> Get them a um, Well, we have a special presentation for Sting. <laughs> Fucking Bischoff drops his trousers and Sting's like, nah, I'm definitely. What do you think, Sting? <laughs> very, very nice, huh? <laughs> what do you think of this, Sting? What a way to win him over. <laughs> hey, Sting, what do you reckon? <laughs> well, I was unhappy with the way that you put together WCW, but <laughs> after seeing your penis, I've decided to start I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. Sold. <laughs> You've sold me. To the girthiest bidder. <laughs> <laughs> That's how Slim Jim came on board. <laughs> we're, we're fielding offers from other promotions. Uh, Mr. Bischoff, do you have anything to say? Well, yes, actually, I have one other point to make. Just drops his trousers. Will three million do? <laughs> Amazing. I think WWE got Netflix. <laughs> Five billion? I don't know, you know. I'm, I'm very keen to see if any of that comes out. But it's interesting because if we lose the network altogether, what are they going to do? I will be sad. You know, you've got live broadcast wrestling there that you can cram adverts all over. You're limiting people to one account per login it's going to be bank for Netflix but mm -hmm. it's I don't know like are they going to put the entire backlog of the network on Netflix that's the bit I I worry that they won't are we just not going to have a network anymore because the past is so fucked that we're just going to move on you can't just get rid of it all are we going to go classic TV we can't do that you got rid of a network where do you want to start another one I just, I'd hate the idea of all of this going away. Or does it become, like a, uh, does it become like a WWE plan on Netflix where it's like Amazon, where it's like, hey, you may have Prime, but you want to pay seven ninety nine a month to watch shit you're never going to watch on Nat Geo <laughs> on top of your Prime, where it becomes like an additional subscription within Netflix? Ooh. It could do. And there's just a, a network in Netflix. But the, 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 the library is so vast. If they're going to so do that, give me, I want 1992 and 1993's weekly TV. Uh, 91, 92, 93 weeklies, I'll pay. If you if you get me that, I want to watch old superstars, man. I want to watch, like, none of that's on the network. There's no. Like little bits here and there. I'd happily just pay, like, whatever you want me to pay just mm. to have access to everything. Yeah. I'd happily pay it. Just give us everything. Absolutely yeah. everything. All, all of all the of time. It. All of the B-roll, all of the drop takes. Fuck yeah. Yeah. I want the, I want to pay 30 quid a month to have the raw video footage of Smokey Mountain wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> the bits where they go for a little, little piss. <laughs> I want to keep all of that. Thank you very much. CCTV cameras, it's just all of it. I don't necessarily want to watch it. I just want the option to watch it. It's like how like we've got Disney Plus and we've got thousands of hours of content on Disney Plus. Yeah. I mainly use it to watch Simpsons. <laughs> Yeah, well, that was when I stopped using it. The second I realized that, I was like, I'm not watching anything else. I'm not really, like, I love Star Wars, but I'm so burned out on it. I'm not going to watch The Mandalorian for years. I love Marvel, or at least I loved it. But uh, I, I ain't going near that stuff now. It's doing my head in. I d don't want to rewatch any of it. I might go see another Avengers film if you do one, but it'll probably be the last one I see. Simpsons was it. 
that was that was all. And I was like, oh, well, I've already got Simpsons. Have you so, already got them all on DVD? They're all physical, so I was like, it's, it's all the ones that matter anyway. So I was like, that's that's I don't really need it. Just paying out the arse for slightly higher quality copies. That's kind of where I'm. Mm. Whether or not I just go to CEX, just buy every season of The Simpsons. Yeah, for like a five or a pop. Box set. <laughs> it's got them then. If you get them on VHS, done. it looks even more retro, uh, and it feels like you're a kid again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something in that movie. Remember yeah. back when box sets were like this big. And I feel like we've got we've got like we 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 have pretty much everything in terms of like streaming platforms. It's Benoit mm. picks of the win. Like, Big Benny with the win. Netflix, we've watched Gilmore Girls and Friends lately. I tell a lie, we watched that Griselda this week. Netflix will get money Very off good. me again if they do another season of Lily Hammer. Well, Netflix will get money off us anyway because WWE's going there. Netflix will get money off me personally. Oh, you please. I'll just, I'll just use work accounts and log in and watch it at the office. But if you want me to get it personally, Ooh. then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need another season of Lily Hammer. What's Lillian? It's their first ever exclusive, and they just like to pretend it doesn't exist. Aww. And it basically continues Sill's story from The Sopranos, but with a different name. And he goes into witness protection in uh, in in Norway, uh, and slowly turns the town into his own little kind of racket. Uh, it's it's like a bit naff, but really good. And it's got uh, little Stevie in it from uh, the E Street Band. And it's just yeah, it's just nice. A nice, show. nice show. A horseman have taken a shoe in. A-N-F-A-L, get up! You're in the A-N-F-A-L! Pretend that it's it's a Super Bowl, Steve. <laughs> Come on. You were right, by the way. The Dungeon of Doom did jump up and get amongst it. A fucking uh, security guard. <laughs> failed his job. Failed at life, didn't he? Failed I li- at life. I like how the Dungeon of Doom are all dressed differently. What? Sullivan's in a suit this week for once, which is nice. Because Sullivan's in a suit. Boss man's in leather trousers and a shirt. Yeah. Conan's in his uh, his typical attire. Yeah. And you've got Jimmy Hart in his colourful jackets. And then uh, the faces of fear in ring gear. There's no, there's no coordination. No, but I mean, it's better than Sullivan turning up in like his tap out t-shirt like he did the other month. <laughs> I want them all to wear a tap out t-shirt. <laughs> I want them all in Dungeon it's of Doom t-shirts. rhinestone like... Look at fucking Jimmy Hart again. I swear, it is like the mask, isn't it? It's either the glasses or it's the, the jacket. <laughs> it's got to be the glasses because nobody in their right mind would put on a jacket like that. What's he? So obviously here they're acknowledging the fact they're married. What? This is not the man and he's going to attack Benny. And here we go. Ah, uh, so he's just showing his authority by taking his shirt off and this beating This man is up. a loser. Look at me in a vest foire. <laughs> Looks a bit like Onslow from Keeping Up Appearances in that particular look. Onslow should have been a wrestler. Onslow should have had a Netflix spin-off. Onslow would have uh, been a bigger draw than Haystacks, I think. Oh, that's a statement. What did Haystacks ever do? How dare you? What did Haystacks ever Call do? Call out Hulk Hogan. Call that all get you, Belly bumped Big Daddy. On that point, what did Big Daddy ever do? <laughs> Belly bumped Haystacks. Big Daddy sold out a garden. I don't know how. <laughs> but I get he's important. Sold I, I out Wembley. I'm, I'm not a bit, I don't want to be disrespectful. I understand. It was a time and a place thing. You can be disrespectful. But um, but I, I genuinely think when you had such talent at the time, the fact that he is what people remember about British wrestling more than anything, it's just fucking astonishing. It's great at it. <laughs> 
The most ta- like, world like, of sport. Tiger Mask one visited Britain on excursion, but everybody's just yammering about Big Daddy. Big Daddy. Big Daddy. Oh, Ted's st- <laughs> Ted still in the crowd. I'm a man of the people. <laughs> Since I have a problem with the people. Is that a- oh, I thought you had a... St- oh, my God, that kid on the right. I thought that shirt said The Sims, because it looks like The Sims font. <laughs> <laughs> You get a chance. It looks like he's wearing a Sims t-shirt. Oh, it does. <laughs> oh, wow. Do, 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 do. I mean, it'd be years ahead of his time. Yeah. I've had this great idea for a, for a game where you control people's lives. You know SimCity 2000 that's just come out, the hot, hot new game, yeah? Hot yeah. new title. Well, that, but people. <laughs> do you know I think it's a bit sinister, just controlling the lives of all these people? Yeah. Yeah. Well, all I'm right. Doing it. Can we kill them? Yeah. All right, I'm in. Sold. Maxis just buys the rights. <laughs> Dean is in the crowd. Look at him holding up yet another mask. <laughs> or is it the same one from before? But but he's he's just made it weird, white and red. Just a weird puppet. That kid there in the sim shirt has gone. Oh man, I really hate my neighbours. If only I could put them in the swimming pool and then take the steps away. And also, I well, just want, why doesn't everybody walk around with a big green jewel above their heads? That's what I want. That's what I want. <laughs> well, I've got an idea. I want to put all of my neighbours in one by one by one rooms and then let them out in a swimming pool and take away the stairs. <laughs> oh, I can't be bothered to go to the table and put this plate on the table. I just want to put it on the floor here and cry and piss. Oops, <laughs> electrical fire. What are you going to do now? <laughs> uh, I want to play The Sims now. I've not played it in years. Mm. Four's free to play now, isn't it? Because they just charge you out the arse for all the DLC. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. That's pretty much what they do. Always a big fan of SimCity. Can't get away with City Skylines. First one I couldn't anyway. I might give the second one a try. Look at them coming through the audience. So this is what I mean when I say I think I'm pretty sure all the NWO boing. The actual entrance, the entrance came through yeah. the crowd. Penultimate match of the night. Mm. At two hours exactly, 25, 26, 27, 28. Let's 29, hope that both of these matches 30. get a half hour because there's nothing I want to see more than Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage go a half hour in 1996. Well, I will forewarn you that Hogan and Savage is, in fact, the longest match of the night. Oh, fucking yes. By five seconds. Let this seconds. go 10 minutes. No. I was going to say, let this go 10 minutes and give them 45 to fill. I would fucking howl. Oh, they, they, they have a lot of time to fill. Good. But what they fill it with is... Diarrhea. <laughs> they fill it with crap pantitis or whatever it is. <laughs> Pat crampite. Pat, crap, pant, pant crapitis. Pant crapitis. Pant crapitis. <laughs> That's what I mean. My brain's fucked. I can't remember <laughs> stuff we were talking about an hour ago. Like, genuinely. Which is why when people message and, and say they enjoyed the podcast, we appreciate it when you timestamp what episode yes. that you're referencing something from. Yeah. Because we very rarely I, remember. I have like a, an actually concerning memory now. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, pant crapitis. Harlem <laughs> you, Heat. You remember that? There we go. We've got the ghosts of Harlem Heat. <laughs> Sherry. <laughs> they all go to heaven Colonel. at the same time. <laughs> I like this bit when it comes towards them. Someone got paid to make them. Yeah, I love it. I absolutely love it. So they got Corel video. I pissed off it wasn't me. <laughs> In another life, maybe. Yeah. Would they have had Corel video at well, this if point? Well, we if we can just, you know, take Coral? everything back to the 90s, you know, it's probably going to mean we have to have like a, uh, a, a 
a situation that's going to like get rid of all modern technology. Take us back to the 90s, and I'd, I'd be doing that shit all day. Bring back the time. Heartache never dangerous. What was the first commercially available video editing software? <laughs> I'm not going to fuck a clue. I feel I, like it was that one that Avid's had the Sphinx be, on the front. Avid's got to be there <laughs> in terms of like commercially available broadcast stuff, surely, because Avid's like an industry standard. But like for me, uh, it was Windows Movie Maker. That was my route in. So it was Movie Maker into... Uh, Final Cut Pro 7 or well, it's sort of they wanted me to use iMovie but I fucking hated iMovie uh, so it was like Movie Maker iMovie Final Cut Pro 7 Adobe CS4 at the same time and then eventually CS6 and now we're Adobe always online <laughs> that way you have to pay every month for it yeah bastards you bastards and it was He's like, do you want Adobe? Yeah, it's a thousand pounds. Like, okay. <laughs> Fuck it, hell. You can have a trial, though. Just don't change your email address at the end of the 28 days and get a new trial. <laughs> We're watching you. <laughs> That's what I did for like, for like two years straight. Nice. Or something. Like back when I was first learning. I could do that with HelloFresh. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for two free months of food. I'm going to sign up again <laughs> with my neighbor's address this time. <laughs> See, I feel like now I've said that, when we get that HelloFresh sponsorship, this will come back to haunt me. Oh, yeah. yeah it'll be like, you need to get rid of him as a member of staff. He's exposing too much. Exposing too much. He's and we don't mean me. we don't mean get rid of, we, we mean get rid of Mafia Star. Oh, we need, fucking hell. We need, we need imagery. Go- we need proof. Fucking goodbye, Fresh. And it'll be like, well, we could just go with uh, the other food box. And, and Adam's like, no, this is important. And I'll be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know what we're talking about here? And you'll be like, it's okay, guys. I'll do it. I'll fall on my sword. Come on. (laughs) I'll fall on my sword. (laughs) This is my cross to bear. I have brought the company into disarray, and (laughs) only I I can save us from this. uh... I really want to try HelloFresh, though. It's great. I've not used it. I sound like I'm sure I've done this on a podcast before where I've I've bestowed the virtues of HelloFresh, but it's really good. It genuinely makes my life so much fucking easier. Well, it's if I can, if I have time, I, I fucking I love cooking. I always forget to get meat out, which is like the annoying thing. Eric Bishop doesn't. Always a freezer full of meat, and it'll be like get some meat out later on. Do all this, get it all ready, get home, still fucking frozen, and I'm like shit. Forgot to get. It. Guess I'll go buy more meat, and then end up in that weird cycle. But I've got eggs to use tonight. I might make an omelette. Oh, nice. I'm again, but. But, but HelloFresh is brilliant because you get exact portion sizes that you need. You get an easy to follow recipe and you haven't got to think about it. You can do it half asleep and you've got a nice dinner. But it's also the same with their competitors or so I've been told. Yes. If you would like this advert, but without this last bit stapped on top of it, you know what to do. <laughs> Pay us the money. <laughs> can we say the competitors? Ghost. I can't remember. Oh. Gusto, yeah. Gusto's a good That's one as well. what we need to for impartiality. It's BBC. Exactly. It's like, oh, They're you've got an iPhone. Well, he may have an iPhone, but I've got an Android, and he's got a Motorola Razor. Yeah, okay. Oh, and my washing machine is, don't mention a washing machine brand. It's it's hot point. All right, fuck, we need to say six more brands. Yeah, in theory, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Zanussi I... also make washing <laughs> machines, but they also make my oven. Oh, great, you mentioned ovens now. Fantastic. Alex is very belts and braces when it comes to that sort of thing, so I do her head in when I just go like... Hey, I got Greg's all the way in, and yeah. you go, you can't. I just did, <laughs> like Greg's. 
BBC endorses Greg's. We're not sat there going, yeah, BBC endorses Greg's, or Greg's are the best company Thanks ever. Thanks to Greg's for bringing There's me these like, delicious sausage it's, rolls. It's, it's not like, it's. I know media law is fucking ridiculous, but like nobody's going to go ape shit over a Greg's. I know. It's when I hear presenters go, oh, I went to a certain bakery today. Fuck off. Just say Greg's, it's fine. I went to a lovely Portuguese restaurant with my family. Uh, and I had a nice romantic dinner at the same restaurant later that week with my wife. It was Nando's. There you go. It wasn't a lovely Portuguese restaurant <laughs> at all. Oh, they, you caught me out there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I feel like a fool. Well, that's how they get around it. Makes us <laughs> sound posh to them presenters. <laughs> Certain bakery. Same bakery I use, mate. Yeah. And it's getting more expensive by the day. It is, isn't it? It's creeping yeah. up. When they, get, when they say, oh, yeah, a certain bakery with a sad tone, you know they've moved to Coupland's. Oh, <laughs> a certain bakery. You know, i got a certain bakery. Oh, that one. But there is the Greg's app now, which is which has been quite useful. Quite ah. a nice little surprise. So whenever you go, you scan it, and I think every eight pasties, you get a night free. Nice. You get a little, little thing. I can smash eight yeah. pasties in one go. And uh, But it tracks your coffee. It tracks your breakfast that you have. It tracks. Have we got any London coffee deals yet? I've heard about that when Ooh. we were in London where it's like, hey, you just pay five pounds a week and you get unlimited free coffees from this place. And it's like, I don't like that. When everything in your life is a subscription service. And we've got that Klaus, Klaus guy standing there in uh, in like Darth Vader outfit going like, you will owe nothing. And I'm like, is it just a, are they not this right? Is he, is he, are we going to just rent everything, including coffee? Is the coffee rented? Is this where the world's going? <laughs> oh, imagine, yeah. What, what happens if you rent the coffee and you drink the coffee? Well, regurgitate you piss, it. You, you piss it out. And then we end in, in uh, basically we need to invent something called Recite from the Judge Dread universe, <laughs> where everything from your wee and your poo to your dead body goes into a big machine and just gets turned into stuff like food. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That's a thing. That's a horrible idea. Yeah. So do you, do you, is it only well, you that in June, eats? They, in June, they, they're, 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 their wee is repurposed in the water for them through the soup. Urine recycle. Yeah. Um, is it only you that eats your own poo? Yes. Well, that would make you violently ill. So I, I eat other people. I mean, it would make you violently ill regardless, but surely your own's going to be worse because that stuff, your body's filtered out and gone, you don't need that. Oh, yeah, that's true. So there might be more nutritional qualities in other people. Yeah, or if you just put them in a big bowl together and give that somebody's job. But Who wants to be the poo masher? <laughs> Who wants to be the poo masher? And in a future where everybody, yeah, we don't give you that. No, nobody has a job because everybody gets universal basic income. It's, it's like a big thing to have a job. So like, actually, people are fighting for the right to be poo masher. <laughs> Darling, I'm home. <laughs> I've did got great news. I'm the poo masher for Sector 6. Oh, honey, you did it. I'm so proud of you. Let's have sex now. Before you begin to smell of poo. Did you wash your hands? No. My daddy's the poo masher of Sector 6. Your dad's just an artist. <laughs> My dad's a better poo masher than your dad. My dad's the best poo masher in Sector 4. Oh, yeah. One of those two, two, two poo masters kids at school. They're going to definitely have fights. Oh, God, yeah. It'll be a matter of pride among the Poo Master community. <laughs> Poo Master, Poo Masher community. Poo Master. <laughs> Poo Master. <laughs> I am the Poo Master. I am the captain the, of my Poo. Confusingly, the Poo Master is the boss of the Poo Mashing <laughs> trade. So they all report to the Poo but Master. it's also a term for a son of a Poo Masher. <laughs> the Poo Master, Poo Masher. Um, the <laughs> How would the Poo Masher occupation 
benefit or struggle in the outbreak of um, <laughs> pan crap Well, I think they, they, their community would be ravaged by it. Um, obviously, their, their families would be the ones that got it first. But once you've had it, you don't get it again for a <laughs> bit. So to be honest, that it's going to suck. Filled with hope. <laughs> Very briefly, once you've had it, you don't get it for a bit. <laughs> So, you know, I've had it every a, month. They've got a yeah, they've got like a month long window where they don't catch it again, uh, and so they they get it out of the way early every month. <laughs> but you know they're good to go by payday, and then by the day after payday they're done again. Like, which is fine because it's a mega city now. Like, There's a lot of poo tonight. Like, like a poo type of the month. You have it done early so you can enjoy the rest of the month then without getting pan crap items. Well, at least while it, while there's an endemic of it or whatever. But you know you can't uh, you can't. <laughs> You can't be <laughs> You can't be discounting things like that happening in a post-COVID world. I just wondered whether the Pooh Masher's job was trickier or not. In fairness, the Pooh Masher would probably just be a big blender, wouldn't it? <laughs> With a guy pressing the button. Would so it be really mashing the poo? In my head, <laughs> I pictured him over a bowl with a big... Maybe that's what we with do. With a big pole. Maybe that's just what we do. A bit of physical labor to make you feel alive again after AI's taking all the jobs. That's it. So uh, yeah. you get to, AI could do this, but we want you to have this job. You are going to mash up all of the poo <laughs> of your neighbors. Great honor. Great Thank honor. You. Oh, such an honor. What an honor. My, my if father. If the drains is... get clogged, you've got to get, just get down there. Just, just <laughs> get in your trunks. <laughs> Unclog it. My father was a poo masher before me. His father was a poo masher before him. But dad, I don't want to be a poo masher. I want to be a dancer. You get down that poo mine and you become a poo masher like your father. His brother stands him. <laughs> Go on then, dance for me. <laughs> Covered in shit. Just... <laughs> you don't, don't worry about your dad. He's just upset because the, because the poo mashers are on strike. He's just taking it out on your mum's piano again. <laughs> They're shutting the boom mines. <laughs> Billy Elliot. <laughs> <laughs> you be a poom masher. Like your father. <laughs> In Sector 6, he spent his life mashing poo of his neighbours. Great honour. You disrespect like, us by wanting to be an accountant. What, what are the jobs? Until AI gets a, a body, right? Until AI gets a physical body. Electrician's safe. Any danger job like oil rig work is probably safe. Uh, any trade, I think, is safe. Anything you do with your hands that isn't type on a keyboard. So I think it, it is going to be jobs like poop masher. <laughs> Only fans, poop mashers. Uh, yeah. Society split into two distinct I mean, there's, there's got to be other, like, there's got to be people who probably um, empty bins still, like, but the bins will be full of poo now <laughs> that's been mashed up <laughs> and then on. they go to the plant. Why are we pooing? To bins. <laughs> well, no, the, the poo goes into the bins from the poo masher. Oh, okay. It's not a thing in the future. I was just thinking of that. You <laughs> just throw it out the window, and the, there's an AI that drives by in a big street sweeper that picks it all up. It's sort of like the Middle Ages, but cleaner. <laughs> I was just, just taking a shit in your, in your bin. That's just what we do now. It's street. <laughs> queue in the morning out. <laughs> a copy of the fucking chronicle and a big wooden bar like in a pub you can't fucking nick it walking out walking to work in the morning to see everyone's arse sticking out the window <laughs> ah morning is broken <laughs> the poo mashers will be along soon <laughs> I'm up before the poo mashers 
goes eight to six. Okay, now <laughs> I, oh, I have a, a go before this future comes along. <laughs> I don't think I want to see it or smell it. <laughs> Your descendants could be poo matches. <laughs> You're out ahead of this now. Someone's gonna like in the year three thousand nine hundred and two. Yeah. Someone's gonna find this on a disc somewhere. Yeah. And they're gonna go. It's our great 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 grandfather's talking about poo mashing. They predicted the great poo mashing. <laughs> they predicted this day would come. What are the jobs? Okay, so poo mashing only fans. Poo mashing only um, fans. Poo, only fans. Poo mashing. Poo mashing only fans. Uh, <laughs> what, there's got to be some incredibly two. skilled poo mashers that people want to learn technique Whoa. from. Surely, so yes. Oh. Sherry, Whoa. oh, well, 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 well. any of this. Easy. He's positively livid. Rob Parker's going to be foaming. No, 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 no. Now, no. by the rules of Sherry in WCW, she's now in love with Scott Hall. Yeah, that's how it works. It's been the last three partners for Sherry, hasn't it? As, oh, smooched her, and now she's obsessed with you. Yeah, and she's 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 upset, but she's not being. Rob Parker's having no luck. Is he, did he just kick her? No, no, no. <laughs> oh, he, he like shook her off his coat. I was like, what the fuck? He, he motioned with his hand to say, come on, let's get out of here. No, no, no. Come on, my moon pie. My moon pie. Um, teeth collector. I just feel like your teeth would be edible by then. But I figured because obviously we'll be eating more um, sugar-based food again. Yeah, but if we so... just swap out the... Because you, you heard of CRISPR. So you can like specify, it's sort of like, you can do a lot with CRISPR, you can like splice genes and stuff. You could just go into CRISPR and be like, I want a daughter, um, and you can take out like bad genes that are potentially like cancerous, Ooh, okay. and all this stuff. But you could also be like, I also want all of my child's teeth to be gummy. Just for a laugh. Yeah, but like indestructible gummy, uh, but if they do need to, to fall out, then there's just more Harry Bow underneath. It's uh. sort of like, I guess, you remember those like rubbers from school that were like long pencils? But you'd like push them through so they were like a ah. pen. So it's just like that, but a tooth. So you just have all this gummy just underneath like this. But it's fine. Ah. So you could say I'd like a daughter with gummy teeth. Well, it's, I think whole all society will have gummy teeth eventually. What would be the benefit? I, we can chew on our own teeth and swallow it. And they grow forever. <laughs> So are we just eating our own teeth at this point? Well, it's, it's better than eating like all of the the genetically modified tomatoes the size of buildings. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the solution to GM food and it's Harry teeth is is teeth that do not grow. look at companies I have ownership stakes in. Everybody should eat Harry. No, could you imagine <laughs> if I was? Imagine being the heir to the Harry fortune. I remember the day that the Colgate Haribo merger took place. <laughs> And, <laughs> and the government collectively, globally, just said, fuck teeth. <laughs> Dentists have been getting away with this stuff for too long. It's Rishi, time to give them something they can't clean. Rishi Sudak was heard saying, fuck teeth. When asked to, uh, when asked to repeat it, he said, did I stutter? Fuck teeth. Teeth and poor people. Teeth and poor people. In that How order. are you still around? We thought we, we priced you all out on rent and food <laughs> and electricity and heat and warmth. and Stop eating your avocado life. teeth. Yeah. You've got flat screen telly, have you? They've only uh, been a thing for 20 years. So, I bet you've got an iPhone as well. Uh, That's only 20 years old and all. I know what poo mashers are on. And you, you can't afford a flat screen TV. Oh, that was a really bad cane shot. It was two of them. Consecutive. I have this Kevin Nash figure next door. Do I've you? just realized, yeah. Oh. With the tassels and everything. 
Is he actually yours? Yeah. Oh. All the figures next door are mine. Uh, just... In the, the big bag. Nice. Mm. Oh, it's of course. Because we did a Desert Island Graps many years ago mm. where you went through them. I assumed you took them home. Ah, new champs are crowned. No, they, they're still in the cupboard in case we needed them for anything. We needed them for the dock. Uh, Those are all my figures, you see. I did not know that. All right, here we go. New champions. Now, the original plan, apparently, was we were going to get NWO Tag Team Champions crowned, but they've just decided to just take the WCW ones instead. I think, oh, we've got NWO Fan Club Germany. Nice. Uh, but we... Um, yeah, it, it seemed for a while they were going to go with a whole set of NWO belts to replace the the WCW belts, but I think they could still do it here, have them win these, Shane Douglas them, throw them down, but it's probably a bit too close for that. They could replace them and just have NWO belts, which I think would have worked better, more like vanity titles. I actually like the fact that their version of vanity titles is just spray-painting NWO well, on the existing it, right? belt. I feel like that's more in keeping with yeah, what they're about. They wouldn't go and drop 10 grand on some belts because to them, they're just props, right? Exactly. They're just trinkets. They're just yeah. toys. They're not important to these guys. They're important to everybody else, and that's why they want them. So as long as they spray NWO on them, I'll be quite happy with that. Yeah. Scott, you've wrote now on both of these belts. We're going to have to... <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> you wrote own. Sorry, I was doing it in the mirror. What did uh, old big boy Day reckon to that? Two and three quarters. Three and a quarter. Yeah. Better than you'd expect, given who was in the ring. <laughs> Backhanded compliment. Hmm. He was very backhanded uh, without th throughout the night for some of these guys. You've got Harlem Heat, and then you've got those shite asses. <laughs> yeah, those poo mashes. That's how that, that's how that felt. Just like, you, got, you got some really good talent in there, but then Jesus Christ, look at the state of that winning. Oh my God! I mean, they weren't terrible. They're not terrible as a tag team. Not. Wrestlers a safe job, I imagine, until we get to real steel. Oh. the alliance oh, this, I feel like this is you <laughs> oh it's World War 3 this is you in your bunker <laughs> this is how I'm gonna end up yeah I'm gonna be if I'm lucky one of the lone gunmen from, from X-Files if I'm not you'll probably see me on a street covered in tin foil at some point <laughs> I wonder where my life went World War 3 is coming baby the most ridiculous rumble that they do <sighs> again I don't know what more we can say after covering it last year. It was an absolute clusterfuck. fucking chaos. It? It was fucking it's cutting between all the rings and then having the picture in picture, but you're not quite sure what's where. And it's, it's... Oh, here he is. Oh, he's had a haircut. He has for three ninjas kick back at Magic Mountain at the theme park or whatever. <laughs> Look at him. He's got like mid-90s mam hair. <laughs> it is very mam hair. With a little five o'clock shadow. <laughs> Hogan loving life as he's got it. Hollywood so, sort of, his hair looks more full when it's short. Yes. He's got Sting's hair. I've just realised. He's literally got Sting's hair. Is that why Sting's not been around? He's had, he's been, he's had his hair. Have you ever out. seen them together at all in the last two years? We've been covering Nitro. Uh... Not since Nitro's been a thing have I ever seen Hogan and Sting in the same shot, the same place at the same time. You think you saw it on early episodes of Nitro, but you didn't. Yeah, you didn't. That was NWO Sting. It's been explained. You are mistaken. <laughs> Cooking MCs like a pound of bacon. 
NWO's Sting is one of Sting's kids, as we saw on on AEW. <laughs> oh God, week. yeah, we saw them, didn't we? The sons of Sting. God, control copy, control paste. Yeah, jeez. CV. Stink. The Sting kids are just clones. <laughs> Terrifying. I bet they've got gummy teeth. Probably. They're ready for the future. They're, they're future compliant. They're going to be poo mashes. <laughs> yeah. No. They're high society. Are they? Are. Yeah. <laughs> are they, they're, they're all they're they're still going to be. There's still going to be like an element of like humans versus machines. So mm. I think we're going to reach a point. So we've got the drug Olympics this year, uh, which is a thing that's happening in Australia, I believe. Uh, the drug the, Olympics. Yeah. So there's like I can't. It's got an actual name. It's like the something games, but it's um, basically performance enhancing drugs are allowed. Uh, <gasps> nice. So we're finally going to answer the question of like how fast can people really run if we just disregard their well-being entirely. Wow. Uh, so we've got that. Then next it'll be like Cyberlink so it'll be like okay, we've got like cyborg games, uh, but we're going to need people that are still super muscular that can then be like humans are better. So I think Sting's sons on that side. That's probably the most respectable job you can have in the future other than being maybe a judge dread judge. Where you can just walk around and go, oh, you littered? Yeah, come here. Shotgun. <laughs> That's what you get. Conservative government has said that you... It's like, conservative still. It's like, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. They, 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 they. <laughs> well, they were called Labour, but they rebranded. Well, when we got Rob- robo-rishi, people really started to swing. <laughs> <laughs> He's got some good ideas as robo-rishi. And ever since, ever since cabbage and lettuce has been uh, genetically modified to the point where it never goes off, really... Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know that that sort of uh, made people look back on on trust a bit more favourably because <laughs> everybody forgot how long a lettuce yeah. actually lasts for. Like a lettuce? Oh, they last for years. We got buffer. I can't wait for this. So here we so we are two hours and twenty three minutes and 37, 38, 39, 40 into the pay per view. So we have on the clock still 30 minutes. Yes. And it's Hogan and Savage in the main event of the evening. Which in like, what, 10 years before this is is a mega match. 10 years before it is is a fucking unbelievably huge match to the point where it's selling out stadiums huge. But you'd argue that they have, they have, Racked up the numbers here oh, at the MGM yeah. Grand yeah. for this. 8,000 strong mm-hmm. compared to, you know, what would have been comparatively back in the day, a hell of a lot more. But 10 years later, for it still to pull in this many people, given that whenever we've seen them collide, it's always been chicanery and bullshit from the get-go. I'm sure this one will be fine. Yeah. Liz is going to be involved in some way, I believe. I feel this has been central to all of this. Here comes Tony the Tiger. There's Slim Jims. <laughs> I was hoping he'd come out of the big Slim Jims box that we pointed out earlier. Yeah, why is the big Slim Jims box there? I don't Are we going to get a Danbury fall? Is that like, like New Jack Vic Grimes? We're going to have Macho Man and Hogan up there? Oh my God, Hogan with a leg drop off there and shatter his pelvis. It just cuts to Macho Man just going years later, just being like, yeah, I wanted I wanted him to, to miss the ring. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we Oh, put- he's taking us over. He's taking us over. Good, yeah. good. Yeah. Everybody's over when they come out of a box. Jim Cornette has cleared that up for us. So who's coming out of the box? No, he's gesturing. Bring the box to, to me. That's to right. Bring the box out, out of the shadowy corner. Bring it to the lights where the people can see it. Now they're, I think they're bringing somebody. Monster truck? Monster truck. Macho Man Randy Savage in a monster truck versus Hulk Hogan. Would it be Liz? Would it be Liz? Would it be Liz? Liz Lee. 
Leslie. 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 Oh, on. hang on. It is a monster truck. Yes. yes! I knew it. Life I had a good feeling. Way. I want to ride it all night long. The fucking glasses. Oh, my Fuck God. Fuck it. Now it's I'm like, so happy I called that. It's like a live action version of Cars. It's brilliant. Tomator. Come on. Now you come. And then it pulls out. And before it even parks up, he turns around and fucks off. <laughs> Ah, uh, it's like a live like action the, car. I like the tinsel. So good. I wish he drove it to the ring, though. You, I'm sorry, this has got to have been a toy set. If this hadn't been a toy set, then they were missing out. Well, WWE have a tendency sometimes to miss really obvious goals. So I would imagine that they never used it ever again. <laughs> I, I want more of this in the games. Give us Slim Jim sponsored ring posts. I don't care anymore. Give us all the branding. Give us ridiculous bollocks. Or give us the, at least the ability to customize it and make it. Give us a match mode where everybody's limbs are made out of slim, slim gyms and you've got to snap the limbs in half in order to snap into it. Uh -huh. And then you went to like a, a, a 2D platformer and you've got to collect slim gyms and there's 100 levels. I'd love that. Yeah. You want more wacky modes in wrestling games. And just in real life. How come I've got to go home and just be sad and go to sleep? Why can't I go to magical slim gym lander? You can go wherever you want to go. When you Why can't I be a poo masher? <laughs> you can go wherever you want in your dreams. <laughs> That's if I dream at all. <laughs> oh, he did the... the, the... Whee! Savage told him to get the stooges and the bag carriers out so he can kick his ass. Nothing but bag for life's here. B -b bag for life, for life. So he's asked Giant and Ted to be gone before we get underway. There's a lovely picture that's uh, that's popped up online mm. of Randy Savage in his high school album. Yes. And he looks yeah. like Roy Orbison. I love that he's billed as Randy Savage, though, not Randy Poffo. Yeah. <laughs> they knew. Randy Savage. So this is it, main event, Halloween Havoc 96. This the battle been... of the Slim Jim versus the hot dog skinned man. <laughs> So on the SmackDown review, we were talking. It's it's the the return of Hogan in two thousand and two. Oh, he really looks like a handbag then. Matthew describes him on the SmackDown review this week as a wardrobe. He looks like he looks like the sort of like leathery bag that would get thrown in a shed and forgotten about, and that the elements have got to it a little bit weathered. It's a bit weathered. That's what Hogan looks like in two thousand three. You can see the creases and everything. <laughs> it's very hot doggy. It looks like it looks like painful skin. As somebody who used to cook hot dogs on a big roller for work, uh, <laughs> he, he does remind me of a cinema grade Herta hot dog. How long do they actually take to make those? Uh, not long. The ones you see out have been out a long time. Oh, uh, I think like it's like fifteen-ish minutes for them to start getting the temp. 20 minutes. So you, the one of the first things you put on in the morning, like, well, after the senior screen, because seniors don't want hot dogs. They want biscuits and tea. Uh, but yeah, it's one of the first things. And then nacho cheese is like lava. It comes in like a giant colostomy bag thing that you squeeze out. Uh, I, it's got like, it's like a huge valve you've got to like hug with a valve. Because oh. it's built for a machine, but we didn't have the machine. If we had the machine, you just plug it in and it does it. But you had to heat it up in uh, Pyrex jugs and it would always just go nuclear and be boiling when you pulled it out. The Pyrex oh. bubbling. And then it would be far more fluid than you'd expect it to be and it would just go all over your hand and you'd be like, oh, I'm going home with burns I was going to say, you burn your hands. <laughs> it's, just, 
every time. Jeez. But at least I get to be in the back and listen to music and not have to talk to the public. So there's that. <laughs> I can hide back here with my third degree burn. The other thing as well was if you open the massive cans of jalapenos, because the jalapenos at Odeon anyway used to come in big drums like this. So you'd open that and then you'd divvy them up into the day's portions or whatever into jugs. And then you'd clean out, obviously, all of the... Because uh, you don't want to get rats and stuff at the shop. And so you, you wash out all of the, the food stuff and then you, you throw out the packaging uh, when it's clean. So you then put a load of water into the, the can after you've, you've just emptied it because you want to quickly rinse it. But because the water's hot and you've forgotten the water's hot, it just blasts you in the face with like jalapeno gas. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, God. And your eyes start going and then it's like, right, okay, in the bin. And then, oh, I need to burn my hand again. And, oh, we need more hot dogs out. Bloody <laughs> the life. And if you leave uh, if you leave hot dog buns in the drawers for too long, out of their bags, that was the one thing. You've got to leave them in the bags. They become they gremlins. Sweat, but they, they just sweat. they turn into, they need to sweat because like they need to stay moist. <laughs> but if you just take them out of the bag, they don't sweat and they just harden. <laughs> so you're going to like open it, it just goes and just turns it to like five bits of bread and it's like, oh, great. It's not designed to last for a long time. Somebody it's here for a good time, not a long so time. It's like when it's the end of the day and there's no more buns and it's like the last stuff left is that. It's like somebody's paid six quid for this stale ass bun. I'm oh, so sorry. Jeez. I bet they don't, they don't grumble. I miss rollover ones where it was just hollowed out uh, baguette. I thought that was hilarious where you just <laughs> hollow a baguette and just jam the hot dog in it. That, you, you know what? That's how I would make one. Yeah. I can't be out because if, if, if I try and cut it, it just goes everywhere. <laughs> Pre-sliced bread for Tom or nothing. Pre-sliced. They they invented sliced bread for a reason. With some baguettes. <laughs> with some kitchen with, knives are redundant. With some. Right. Ba- <laughs> with some baguettes though, when you try and cut them, it just becomes crumbly, man. Yeah. So I I don't mind the idea of just drilling a hole in the center of one and just whack out in. But there. it's like the Seinfeld muffin situation. What do you do with the hollowed out cores? Like, what do you do with the cores of bread <laughs> and the little bit off the top? Do they just go in a bag? Do you turn them into an all-new product mm. called like a bread ball? I think you make deep bread fri- bread. deep fried bread. Oh, <laughs> deep fried bread balls. <laughs> Dry bread, <sighs> throw it in a fryer. Hell yeah! Into that, it's fucking amazing. So fuck all's happened in this match, by the way. It's uh, a lot of padding, which we kind of expected. Yeah, we didn't expect them to go a million miles an hour, on, and they're snap not. Into it. Snap into it, boys. Snap into it. It's the grudge match we all wanted. Oh. Just lots of pacing and pensive. The crowd motion. need to get louder if they want them to touch. <laughs> Hogan wrestling in glasses. Are they stitched in like um, what do you <laughs> super call them? Callow. Oh, super callow. Super callow. Does he have them stapled in behind his ears? I think. I think he'll the have price them... you pay for being cool, brother. He's had his eyes removed, so you open them <laughs> out and there's like gaps there. He you... spent too much time on dark sets so that his eyes just can't, aren't used to stage lighting. He's now a mole. Why were you on such dark sets, Hulk? You've got such a good look. You'd think they'd want you shirtless and stood there and doing all that. It's like, yeah, they dark sets to hide my acting. <laughs> Every scene with him is just a black screen. Yeah. That doesn't work for me, three ninjas, brother. <laughs> I love that that's a line in it. That doesn't work for me, three ninjas, brother. They're one entity for Hulk. It's easier for him to act There's that one way. pass for Pooh Mashing in the future, <laughs> and it's going to my great-grandson, Nick Hulk Hogan Jr., Horace III. <laughs> he wouldn't be a Pooh Masher. No, he'd, oh. he'd, he'd be a Pooh Master. He'd be a Pooh Master. Yeah, he'd, yeah. He'd, he'd bully Pooh Mashers. A job that he would have got through 
I'd say food prep Evil would be means. still human because it is to a degree. Not everybody's going to want to eat mechanical stuff. But, I mean, it would but be. But I think once Mackey's is just robot driven, people will probably just be like, eh. Once you could just, well, they'll just stop going to it. And No, they'll probably go to it like, and it'll be faster than ever. But it's just, how do you replace the staff? I'd be tempted to go to it. I'd be fascinated by it. Yeah. Like I was fascinated by going to the Amazon store when we were in London. Yeah. I was, that blew my mind. Just just shoplifting just the shoplifting. experience. Yeah. yeah. I felt like a shoplifter. I felt like the adrenaline pumping through me. I haven't been able to stop shoplifting since. <laughs> I should so, go to Tesco, so, put it in my pockets and leave. I should go to Tesco chasing the it's high. It's that easy, guys. <laughs> Do you know police won't come out for, for situations under a certain amount anymore? Yeah. You just take what you want. I just steal now. Right up to like a small car. Just take it. Remember, kids... <laughs> Tom Campbell says steal. I, Tom Campbell, will say it's fine. <laughs> I've never shoplifted. That's one thing I'm really proud of. I'm weird. Well done. I, <laughs> you've, you've resisted breaking no, the but law. Like, but I, I had like friends who, when I was a kid, who'd shoplift and shit. But it was like they, they'd steal a chocolate bar or whatever. And I was just like, nah. Just have, you never, 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 have you never done the adult version of shoplifting where like you put through like uh, three bags of potatoes as an onion? Never knowingly. <laughs> I've been tempted Good before. Answer. I've been tempted before, <laughs> but it's like, uh, it's more trouble than it's worth. Guilt would eat me alive if I couldn't do it. <laughs> I just, I sweat. I swear, I get a nosebleed. Somebody gives me the wrong change, and I'm like, just give me 20 quid then. Like, oh, <laughs> go on then. You've given me too much change here, have I? <laughs> yes. I could have just left with the money. <laughs> I couldn't do it. I just, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's too stressful. Yeah, too <laughs> stressful. You know what? If you're going to go on the lamb, are you going to be DB Cooper? They're not stitched in. Oh my God. Oh. You know, if they are, Hogan's in a lot of pain right now. <laughs> Hogan's just <laughs> bloodied and screaming. Ah! Oh no, he sees himself in the reflection. <laughs> I it's won't... like Medusa. <laughs> he doesn't know what to do. <laughs> I love it. I won't He's like, fight the you. No, I can't. The one person <laughs> who can defeat me. This is this, this match becomes this. a staple of Hogan's entire thing for the remainder of his career is the drop down fucking God just just be nice to me. This match is such bollocks. It's so great. There's like nothing like there is no nutritional quality to this <laughs> wrestling meal at all. It is <laughs> Oh, he pulled Whoa, off the rug. I stand corrected. <laughs> it was fake hair. God damn it, Terry. Oh, Terry. <laughs> 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 Amazing. It's fucking dog the bounty hunter. <laughs> look at the bit of the back just flopping around. Oh, look at him. Uh, that's great. He's got a little ponytail and God love him. <laughs> what was that? Oh! Slow down, slow down, slow down. Fucking hell. This is both brilliant. Just and... that flap of hair is everything. Is it a ponytail? Yeah, it's a little ponytail. It's He's amazing. This is brilliant and shit. <laughs> it's all at once. Oh, you want to know a book I've got that I can't wait to read? Go on. Linda Hogan's autobiography. Fucking hell. Yeah. Get into that. <laughs> Snap into that, bad boy. I can't wait to Jesus read that. Jesus Christ. Oh, he stuffed it into his mouth. Hulk Hogan, My Path is Downfall by Linda Hogan. <laughs> well, it goes into it. It's when she started dating like the 19-year-old. And she's like, oh. there's loads of pictures of her being like, this guy's my life. And it's like... He's 19, you weirdo. 19? <laughs> He's not even his own life at this point. <laughs> Jeez. Which, you know, nothing wrong with that. But nothing wrong with that at all. But it, it's... it's um, Something wrong it's, with it's, that. It's, it's just odd, given that 90% of the book's about Terry. And then there's this whole photo section of like, here we are on holiday. Look at this hot <laughs> piece of ass I'm dating. <laughs> anyway, let me tell you about Hulk Hogan and what a dick he was. That's the book. Buy it.
God, he was such a good dad and husband. Here's my new guy. <laughs> I like the bit where he called me brother. <laughs> oh, Randy landed on some headphones. Oh, Bo Bandy. Company's not made of money. Somebody threw a Slim Jim at him, I think. <laughs> Snap into it, Randy. Suppose we see more Slim Jims just lobbed into the ring. Yeah, somebody threw a Slim Jim at him. Oh, uh, they're trying to offer him Slim Jim. Offer him. Eat Come it. on, Randy, eat the Slim Jim. Do a Popeye. <laughs> oh, God, everyone in the front row has got Slim Jims. Well, it's like when WWE apologized for it. Was it a whole match being missing? So it was like, here, have a handful of free uh, Snickers from a celebrations box. Hey. I'm sure there was it was a match was pulled from a, a card or like a, a show was delayed heavily and so it was like have a, some mini Snickers and they so put them on like all of the floor seats. So they sent Tony Chimmel around with some miniature heroes. I hope so. Just like and he's, he's got a different he's got a stack he's got a he's got a, a, a staffer with a stack of selection boxes <laughs> and he's just having to pick out the Snickers affiliated ones and stick them down. These are all bounties for fuck's sake. Fucking amazing! I really want that to be real. Yeah. I really, really want that to be real. <laughs> Sorry we're late. It's fun size Mars. I'll find it. I'll send it to you. But yeah, it was... It, I think it was a mania. It might have been... It wasn't the one that was delayed. Oh, hello. Liz is looking very bright. Liz is looking fabulous tonight. Lizly. Lizly. But is she looking Save Macho Man fabulous or Hulk Hogan's new leading lady fabulous? Oh, very good question. She's in the Macho Man-esque colors, i.e. bright. Well, yeah, I mean, it is very reminiscent of uh, two sets of, well, three, no, two famous sets of trunks from Randy Savage mm. with that kind of gold and that pink. Uh, but at the same time, she's not dressed like a Slim Jim. Where is the guy on the outside dressed as a Slim Jim like during the Cinnamon Toast Crunch match? Oh, that should have been a thing. And then he could have taken off his mask at the end and it had been like, and then somebody snaps Luthers. him in half and he's like, oh, no. That was my spine. <laughs> it's not me- I'm not meant to be snapped. <laughs> Shit. I can fold forward. I can't go uh, backward. <laughs> the Slim Jim sponsor had his spine broken at a wrestling event <laughs> this weekend when people took the Ted stand. Turner is reported to have just deeply sighed at the whole situation. <laughs> and said wrestling. <laughs> oh, Hogan's ass is out. Oh, Hogan's got his bum out. Hogan's got his bum out. <laughs> Doing the old Shawn Michaels spot there. Oh, the Randy was still round the front uh-huh. <laughs> with a whole handful still trying to pull him down. Get your knob out, Hogan. <laughs> oh, Hogan's livid that he nearly got his knob out. <laughs> well, he shouldn't be because as we've established, Hulk Hogan's penis is like a foot long. <laughs> a foot long or a foot long? Well, it could be <laughs> if it's a sponsorship. Uh, but it's, it's a foot long, whereas Terry Belair's penis is nowhere near as impressive. That, the the Gorka trial let us in on that. So oh. if anything, you should have been happy to have it exposed, I guess. We had a good Gorka at his penis during yeah. that trial. <laughs> God, he took him to the cleaners, didn't he? Yeah. That was a thing. Ran him out of business, didn't he? Yeah, that was it. The end of Gorka. 48 million or something? Couldn't They couldn't keep going. They had to go, right, okay, you've that's us done. Hope it was worth it. <laughs> and that was just step one, wasn't it? I think it, was, it wasn't three years later was when the, the audio started to leak. Mm-hmm. Like 2015. Oh no! You get your hands off, Liz. See, she's his leading lady. <laughs> human Shield or very good actress? Oh well, Human Shield. <laughs> I, we've seen her. 4K, act. Okay, no lost dose. We've seen her act. She's Human Shield. <laughs> <laughs> With all the due respect to all the. 
A wrestling move. Scoop Are you him. kidding me? Amazing. Hogan took it. <laughs> Straight back up. Because he's going to send him out of the ring. Boom. Up and over. No. Oh, oh, oh bye. <laughs> I'm not going over the top, Get but out. I'll bounce back and forth through the middle. Whoa. What are you doing? Get him by the hair. <laughs> the real hair. <laughs> this is such an odd match. Like, I think I'm enjoying it. Don't oh, I am. It's absolute bollocks. I love yeah, it. Yeah. This I, is, I love bullshit, stupid wrestling like this. I mean, I, I fucking adore modern wrestling. I adore athletic wrestling. I adore the more sporting product of New Japan and the ridiculous hour long draws and all the insanity. But you give me Macho Man and Hulk Hogan in a Slim Jim sponsored ring just fucking around and I'll watch it for hours. <laughs> I'm not watching. It's like, it's like eating a Big Mac, right? It's not, it's, mm. I'm not here for a five star meal. I'm here to just watch a train wreck between two giants of the industry i guess that's the basically why we're here isn't yeah. it yeah just to watch that's why everybody's here <laughs> absolute bollocks and proud of it <laughs> sublime bollocks never stop never stopping oh here we Ooh. go is he gonna do Big the old? here we go the routine has begun we've we've yet to have him do the the baby face head shake but we're not going to see that for a while Liz does the leg drop instead. That'd be brilliant. Be a Super kick. <laughs> Super. Whoa. You get out of there, Liz. Ah, what are like... you doing in the ring, Liz? Leg dropper anyway. Come on, Liz. Get up, Liz. Just get over there, Liz. Right, Randy, you stay exactly put. I'm going to turn my back to you. I'm sure this will be fine. Everything's going to be all right. Liz, I'm explaining to you once again that you are an object. I've said this over four weeks of TV now. You're an object. You belong to me. Uh, and and that, that Randy, just forget about Randy. Because you're our object. Just like the horseman told you, don't leave your hotel room if we're not there. You're not allowed to do stuff publicly oh. without us. <laughs> Hogan missed the L-leg droppo. Nice. I still think it was wild that four horsemen were like, what were you doing, Liz? <laughs> Having a life? Yeah. How dare you? Go of ahead. course you got fucking jumped by everybody. <laughs> you left the house without us. How dare you leave without us? We want to go to the shops as well. Whoa. Is that a purse? Oh. Oh, shot with the purse. I think. think so. Or is it a loaded glove? Whoa! Oh. Oh, it's all kicking. Oh, here he is, Captain Dickhead. Oh, well, you know that this is going to be called fairly. This is going to be perfectly fine. This is going to be perfectly reasonable. <laughs> What's... I think because Savage took the leg drop, is it? That's why he's woozy. So I was yeah. thinking, like, what did he really get done to him that's left him his bandy? Right, ba-bam. Plant him. Elbow. Do it for the Slim Jim. Come on, Randall. Oh, here's Ted. Oh. Ted helped? Ted helped. Go on, Ted. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, Randy. Uh, oh, the, and the rubbish People is flying. People already throwing trash. Slim oh. Jim's a hoy. Here we go. He is the NWO referee. One Slim I Jim is in the ring by the looks of it. Oh, no, it was just a red line on the logo. <laughs> oh, it's all shenanigans until... What's that he's got? It's an object. 
an ob a of foreign desire. object. I miss foreign object as a as a term. It always sounded a bit more precise, a bit more mystical. As opposed to just a weapon. Well, it's like a chair. But when it's it's unknown, it's like he's he's hit him with the thing. It was always like foreign object. Or we hit him with it with said foreign object. It looked like a spike. Oh, Nikki P is not going to count this. Oh, and no. here we go again. See, Ted. Now, Ted, to... I've known you since since you were the million dollar man. I wonder whether Ted <laughs> got that spot wrong earlier. Then, whether Ted wasn't meant to jump. Maybe that here comes the giant. Here he is. Just because Ted did that same giant spot twice. sort of helps Ted, but also just smacked him on the back of the head <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> just clattered him. Choke slam onto the ring steps. No, no. oh good. I thought there. I was going to get horrible. There. <laughs> just lob him over there. <laughs> Choke slam onto the ring steps and leave. That's <laughs> awful. <laughs> Bloody hell. Well, that's savage done. <laughs> yeah, he's cooked. Bloody NWO coming over here and ruining the wrestling. We've been ripped off. How do you think Slim Jim feel? <laughs> This is a spokesman. We paid for a fair fight. <laughs> and we are furious, quite frankly. Nikki P. Ah, boo. Uh, and here comes the trash. It How goes. much trash, though? Is it going to be more than last time? Do we have more NWO fans than we have WCW fans? Here's the question. How much track? Oh, oh, one, one. one piece of trash. It'll take one person to start it. So. Come on. Anyone want to chuck some. Nick uh, could use a chair to sit down. We've got some more trash going in. Somebody throw him a chair. No more rubbish? Okay. It's an NWO house. They're all buzzing. <laughs> well, that was. Uh, My brain went immediately to SmackDown referee there, and I got very jarred. I was like, whoa, like 2003 SmackDown. He's bringing out some... Ice bucket <laughs> challenge. <laughs> that was some Man of the people. I thought it was some <laughs> cereal. <laughs> I brought some cereal. Oh, oh he's fucked it. He's fucked it. Christ. He just went, oh, for fuck's sake. He is fucked it. Oh, my God. Christ, giant. Don't you scold him. His skin's so hot. It's just going to steam. steamed off air. <laughs> Steam starts pouring off him. <laughs> we should have that spot more often in wrestling. We should. People just get iced. Make somebody carry something difficult down the ramp. <laughs> they make sure they fucking... Ideally something slightly larger than the gaps in the ropes. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> Ridiculous. They got a fucking monster truck and he loses. Ah, oh. Hogan did it. You God were wearing a wig. What you gotta do, brother? 
Oh, now the bit more trash. Oh, 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 oh! It's the Undertaker. Here he comes. It's the Undertaker's famous Scottish pipes. <laughs> oh, we've just moved out of one 1980s feud and straight into another. The uh, <laughs> arguably the most prolific in-ring talker of all time. Could it be? Drew McIntyre. <laughs> there you there go. go. No, you fucked it. It's Hulk Hogan in the ring. Oh! It's Ronnie Bloody Piper. Oh, yes. Hell. And a rando behind him. <laughs> Get in there, Ronnie. Who's that behind you? It's Lombardi, isn't it? <laughs> it's not Lombardi. Look like Lombardi. <laughs> it's the Boston Bruiser, everybody. <laughs> uh, so Piper started the year in WWF, where he mm. was the commissioner. And he, the, his last major match, I believe, was against Goldust. He's brought his own mic as well, which oh, I like. Nice, bring, bring a mic from home. Germophobic. <laughs> he rings ahead to make sure it's compliant with the frequencies. This is a good lad. <laughs> What? It's Ready Piper. I'll make a Piper's pit and I'll throw stuff at you. Rodney the Piper. <laughs> He's bored. Sprout. Oh, Slim Jims. Oh, the Jameses are flying. Because you were supposed to come out at the very end of the show, <laughs> and this isn't the end of the show, brother. We've still got three <laughs> matches. He should have always had a title that was just his, his little kilt bag Aww. of gold. It's a lovely idea. So this is another person that Vince has gone, you're too old to wrestle, sit mm -hmm. at a desk, and they've gone, you know what? Fuck you. They're offering me huge money. See you later. Bring your, bring your, re, your replaced hips over here. And as we know, in the Louis Theroux documentary, he only ever carries his uh, bagpipes, boots, and kilt. That's it. In Nothing else. And, and, you know, if you, if you ask him nicely, he might let you look in the bag. <laughs> All right, Tom. <laughs> That's the main event of WrestleMania 1. I mean, we haven't got Orndorff in there. Well, yeah, <laughs> but I mean, it's the main players from the main event of WrestleMania 1. Mr. T is crying at that suggestion. Mr. T's fine. He's doing adverts probably he by this point. He pities the fool. And he'll have a TV show called World's 
pittiestiest fools or something on <laughs> BBC Three. He probably will. And then later does. on, Dave. Yeah. Where it's just you being framed with extra steps. <laughs> it's like they filmed him in a studio going, look at this idiot. Sort of like, look at this, look at what this idiot did <laughs> off of America. <laughs> look at this fool <laughs> in America. <laughs> the subtitle, I've been stabbed three times. <laughs> Stop cutting me off. Let me get my shit out. Oh, he said it. Uh, oh, he said it. <laughs> I wouldn't be in this company with no celebrities <laughs> in it. <laughs> and sell out MSG cards. I love when in WCW they go, hey, you remember how brilliant we were at the <laughs> WWF? Do you remember that was 10 to 15 years ago now, guys? He doesn't know what to say. Piper fighting for the people. <laughs> we agreed on a script earlier today, and you've disregarded said script. They have, actually. <laughs> I'm off. <laughs> See you later. You could tell, because he cuts him off, and he's like, shut up, man. And then Hogan doesn't know what the fuck to say the second he mentions WrestleMania, as if it's like the big no-no thing, don't mention WWF at all. So he chastised him for taking off time to be with his family. What? Told him to straighten up. Oh, it's because he's got a kilt. He's on. got a kilt on. So he equated it to a dress. I see. <laughs> Go on, shoot, 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 shoot. Pipe would kick the fuck out of him. Golden Gloves boxer, man. <laughs> you had a wig on! <laughs> <laughs> 
Now we're getting to the fucking Ric Flair woo-off levels of shit. Fucking yes. <clears throat> I'm the reason you've got no hair. <laughs> no feel like Sign it. I got off. it in Sports Direct. Crowd is just confused. He's picked the belt up now. <laughs> This is allowed. As if they're going to leave without the belt. They're trying to sign off. They're trying to sign off on Coventry. You can tell somebody is in fucking ringside's ear right now going, fucking cut it. They got played off. They got played off. They got played <laughs> off. Oh my fucking God. This is surely going to mean that they've got to be standing. There's going to be pissed off pay per view viewers who's yeah. now going to wait. Till tomorrow night, where they're probably gonna have to show the entire segment again. <laughs> oh, they fucked no. it. Oh. <laughs> How? Did, what point did it go off the rails? Oh, I think the moment that Piper walked out. I think I think Piper just got too excited. Hogan tried to steer it back in the right direction. Well, no, because Piper starts to speak and then Hogan's just picking up the mic constantly and just like trying to talk over him. I think because Hogan knows that they've only got like a certain bit of time to hit and Piper's just going around the house. I'm not playing this game, Terry, you shy ass. I'm going to talk for as long as I want. Roddy, no, I'm actually, we need to hit this hard. We've got to go back to commentary. For <laughs> <laughs> You're shit. Come Give on, me let's... that belt. Come here, Sprout. <laughs> Remember WrestleMania and the WWF? <laughs> So Roddy Piper is in WCW, and uh, yes, indeed. Eric's already they, thrilled about it, I bet. They over the moon. In fact, <laughs> next, next week, we'll talk you through Piper's arrival oh, in WCW, Jesus. the story behind it, what it means going forward. Uh, that was Halloween Havoc. It was certainly a <laughs> night I don't think I'll ever forget. It did say that on the video too. Yeah. It says the other night that we'd never forget. I mean, it could have done with a bit more Dungeon of Doom. It is Halloween after all. <laughs> they, but... already, they, already, they already appeared at five out of the seven matches. Yeah. I just, no, I want I want the full dungeon back. I want King Curtis. I want the shark. The, the stupid world oh, that they all live in. I miss the stupid you know? world of the Dungeon of Doom. Yeah, simpler had... times. Now we've got Roddy Piper here spitting venom and, and going long. We had hilarious, <laughs> hilarious with Hogan and Savage. And uh, a banger between Malenko and Mysterio Jr. Seek that match out. It's over. Also, like, what happens now? They, they finish. The crowd kind of gently, because they don't know it's gone off air. The crowd gently react to it. And then, does Hogan just leave? Well, they, they finish up the promo, as far as I know. Oh, uh, and uh, But obviously, no one sees it at home. I think we get a replay of it next week. I we think. We probably will, because people would have paid for the pay-per-view. Mm. So it would have been, you know, they need to see the end of it. But... Oh, my God. So that is for next week. Things are getting crazier. They are. And thank you for being crazy with us as we watch Halloween Havoc 1996. He is at the Sam Driver on Twitter. I'm at some Campbell on Twitter together. I got a... Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. (laughs) 